Is just taking a whole passel of pack of dogs outside because they were barking at her and said, we've got to go outside. Guys, today's show is a really big deal. If you guys didn't tune in yesterday when we broke the news of war breaking out in Israel, you missed a lot. And I want to encourage you, not right now, to go back and watch that. I don't know how much we're going to get into that vein of it today. But we're going to bring you a lot of live updates. And Leah came down just now and she said, Michelle, we have to get into prayer over this because I have seen decapitations with a shovel. There is violence and demonic forces right now going on around the world. And um, we are seeing a, this is the way Leah worded it when we were on the phone with uh, pastors Brian and Alicia today from glad tidings church all hell has broken loose and i don't just mean with hamas and israel we have seen over the past three weeks a massive amount of rumble should be up sherry sherry says is rumble up let's double check a massive amount of manifestations of the demonic and i've said this before and i'll say it again this is not part of our regular ministry although we are very capable in this area it's just not something that comes up often and now it is and um it's kind of like if you're a heart doctor and there's not a lot of certain heart parts that you like see but they're they're there but now you're seeing a lot more of them so we're seeing a lot more of demonic manifestations and hell breaking loose. And that's a, that's a term that we don't use lightly, that Leah was not using lightly. Because that I want you to think about that phrase, hell breaking loose. That means they're loosening their hold. And I know that you guys are going with me, but just in case there's anybody like outliers, like I thought you guys were a news show. Why are you getting all spiritual? Because this is the spiritual news. This is where we're at. This is spiritual warfare, not kinetic, even though we're seeing, we're going to talk a lot about kinetic warfare today here, um, but it is, it's bigger than that. And it's bigger than us doing the same old, same old that the United States has done in supporting Israel, because right now, neither side is in the right. And we covered that yesterday. Um, what we need to be doing is praying for radical, not for Israel to win a war but for radical revival and salvations to break out in Israel and in Palestine. And that 
and 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 where every knee bows and every tongue confesses in that area that Jesus is Lord and anyone that does not we we deliver over to God for God to take care of that's where we're at so while we're waiting for Leah to get down here I want to I want to talk to you guys about last night because we've been building you up to come to this revival that we had our neighborhood revival yesterday and God showed up in such a big, a big way. Now we live streamed, I think about three, two and a half, three hours of it. Unfortunately, the live stream didn't cover what was going on in the periphery, in the crowd and, and the different things that were going on. But Lisa Schwartz, um, she knocked it out of the park. She did a lot of educating. That's what she does. She teaches. And why is that important? because this is spiritual warfare and you guys need to know how to do it. So I want you to be tuning in to the Isaiah 61 conference. We just got permission today from Brian and Alicia. We will be able to stream that. We'll leave it up for a week and then we're going to take it down so that you guys can go to their bookstore and actually per purchase it. But it'll be, it'll be available on rumble all week long. Um, I think it's nine to nine every day, but Monday. So I think tomorrow night it's seven to nine, 7 PM to 9 PM. And then every other day there will be a break for lunch, but I think I'll just keep, I may just keep the stream going. Um, I haven't decided yet how I'm going to run that, but um, I have to get that all set up and figured out. But I want you guys to tune in because we're battling something that's beyond our understanding and you need to be equipped. Why did God give, give prophets, apostles, preachers, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry? And if you're going to a church where you're not being equipped to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, to see them recover, to raise the dead, to speak in other tongues, to prophesy, to get words of wisdom, to rescue people, to heal them. If, if you're not going to that church, then they're not equipping you. And that's why you're here. You're here because that's what we, that's our job. That's what we're going to do. We are going to equip you. That's what we've been doing. So when we look at what's going on in Israel, and we're going to get to that, like I said, we're just waiting on Leah. When we look at what's going on in Israel, and in Palestine, we're going to give you the God angle, not the angle that you're going to get at church, not the angle that you're going to get from the United States government, not the angle you're going to get from the, the U.S. media. We're going to go straight to what is God saying about this? Now, we are going to give you a lot of clips and a lot of Leah's got a lot pulled up. I was looking at her tabs uh, that she's got here in in the queue. You're going to get a lot of information, but I want you guys to, to be practicing your faith practicing the equipping that you've been getting while you've been tuning into resistance chicks and, and, and everything. See what God's speaking to you. I want you guys from now on, if you, if you feel led to listen to the show with like a prayer journal and see what God speaks to you, that if you're getting words of prophecy, words of wisdom about certain situations so that you can pray into that intercessorily, or maybe even send it to us and we might read it on air um, because we want you guys to be walking in something that's bigger than what we've been walking in. So last night's revival was phenomenal. We had so many people asking, when are you gonna do this again? I don't know, that's up to God. <laughs> but I can say this, God showed up in a mighty and powerful way. And um, I am at a loss for words for how good God is. And that's a pretty good place to be. So Leah, we've been talking about being equipped to handle what you're about to cover here. And yeah. I suggested that everybody get a prayer journal. Yeah, I heard that. That's awesome. That's a great idea. Um, and I do think we should to the Holy spirit because we didn't do that. Nine 11. 
Yes. And I would say that when the financial collapse happened in 2008, we didn't, we weren't able, we weren't prepared. Right. Uh, when COVID first hit, we weren't prepared. A um, lot of not preparedness. And now we know that something, right we knew that something was going to hit. And this is, it. this is one of those hits. This is one of those balls that's dropping. Now let me explain something to you. But I do think we should open up in prayer when we're done. Okay. First thing I want you guys to notice, there is no universal narrative. That's good. Why? Because they don't know what it is yet. Mm. We have the opportunity to have the upper hand. The demonic forces, because let me explain something to you. When you are seeing decapitations with the shovel. Yeah, that's intense. That's a demon. Come on. Okay. I'm not going to show you a decapitation with a shovel, but I'm going to let you know that that is one of the, the videos circulating. Mm-hmm. Whole families being kidnapped. I watched uh, all these family members, this man get all his family members out, and then they shot the dad dead. Dear God. This is demonic. It's demonic. So I don't care what kind of news people like, listen, I, I, I can't do the spiritual. You're literally dealing with Muslims and Jewish people, and you don't want to go the religious route and try to figure out what's going on spiritually. Wrong channel. Go watch CNN because they don't have any answers either. Fox News doesn't have any answers either. So you're going to end up back here anyways. <laughs> you're going to end up back here right here because we know exactly what's going on because the Holy Spirit yeah. knows exactly what's going on Come because on. it's a spiritual battle. That's it. And these are demons oh, trying wow. to take out God's people. That's right, Leah. And God is separating the sheep from the wolves. Yeah. God is separating the sheep from the goats. And guess what? God has, his, God has people in Palestine. Ooh. Mm. God has people in Israel. Ooh. Do, people that haven't been called out. Yeah. People don't know that they're called yet. Did you know that he knows you're in from your beginning? If you're going to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, he knows that you're his before you even call upon his name. Come on. And so he's marked you as his because he knows you'll choose him mm. because he's not bound by time. Right. So he knows you're 80 years old. You're going to accept him. So he's got a mark on you. He's going to call you out. And there's a ton of those people in Israel. And there's a ton of those people who are Muslims. Man, God has marks on a bunch of Muslims. If we just go pick them. If wow. we just go bring the gospel to them. That's good. Okay? Now, we will pray. And we're going to pray. But just know this. I'm actually kind of excited because there is no one narrative right now, mm -hmm. which gives us an open slate to go to the Holy Spirit. That's good. When they all start picking one narrative, I have to go on the other side. Yeah. I can't side with them, whoever they are. <laughs> you know, Fox News, CNN, as soon as uh, the, the neocons and the neoliberals rally around and say, we're going to go fight with Israel... I know which narrative to take. Right now, you have all these hateful pro-Palestine people, and you have the neocon pro-Israel people, and you have the libertarians in the middle, like, say, let's stay out of it, and then you've got the Christians that say, let's get in it, and let's, let's push you aside, let's push you aside, let's sit down with a Bible, Old and New Testament, and show you guys prophetically where you're at right now, and it's not the end times. So Sean has a really good question, Leah. Could this be our government moving from Ukraine to Israel? Could it be a plan? Absolutely, but they haven't made the pivot yet. Mm. So it's very interesting. I don't if they, it obviously is a plan. Obviously, it would be a great plan for them <laughs> to move on to battling. But but I don't think they would want to take that. And here's why. When you're dealing with Ukraine and Russia, you're just dealing with Russia, and you know that they are not heavily armed. You mm -hmm. know that Russians aren't radicalized Russians. Most of them don't want to fight. They don't have a religious beef against the Ukrainians. 
okay? Uh, if you start to deal with Palestinians and Muslims, look out. Because all the sleeper cells, nobody wants to really deal with a terrorist attack. That's right. And they just all start getting activated. How many have already come over our border? So this is a game of Russian roulette where there's five bullets and one empty. <laughs> okay? And you don't want to press that trigger. And so I would say this. No, the U.S. right now is sending naval ships off the shores. They're in the ocean, but they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Because they want, they want to side with the pro-militant side, but they know that they cannot. So there's a comment here that's really important, and uh, Daniel says, it's staged, of course. This is what I want to say to that, Daniel. Two things. Number one. Like Leah said, there's no one narrative. When something is staged, it comes with a narrative to go along with it. It yeah. does not exist yet. Okay. The narrative is not out yet. Yeah. Number two, we say this on our show all the time. If everything's a conspiracy theory, then nothing is. We have to we have to look at something. Prior to fake news media, prior to things being staged, which they do stage things all the time, by the way. Okay. They do do that. White helmets so, in Syria. Prior to all of this. Historically, it was just battles between man or a move of God or something. And so we I think can't what you're shove out. That historically, mankind has fought mankind. So what I'm saying is you can't throw out all of history to now say that whenever anything big happens, either God or Satan are not involved. It was staged to go rescue. It was Ellen some some sort of staged something or other. We we have to. I want you guys to please, because I know that our tagline is it's not just a conspiracy theory if it's actually the truth. And so you we we a lot of times we do cover the conspiracy theories, but we try not to bring them to you unless they're actually true. But guys, please but re guys. rewrite in your brain that everything big that happened is is planned. And let me tell you why. Because what that does is that makes them God and God not. Mm. Makes them have the all-knowing plan that God never does anything outside of them, that they're always 10 mm. steps ahead of God and God's people. And that's not true. Mm -hmm. It's not true. All right, let's pray. And then we'll do a little, uh, we'll do a couple mainstream news and see what they're saying, what's happening. And then we'll break. And then we, what we're going to do here, guys, Today is one of those kind of specials we do where we don't have a narrative. We bring facts. I'll bring you some videos and we discuss and pray and pray. And so what I want you guys, this is an engaging episode, mm -hmm. write your comments. Let's talk this out. Let's pray this out. Let's figure this one out together. This is what we did with the shooting in Las Vegas. This is what we do when any of there's breaking news because when the when the when the dust settles, it's easy to hindsight twenty twenty. The prophetic voice, your knowledge, your wisdom are all called upon in one of these particular instances where you have a potential a potential for a world war. Okay. What you're looking at is a potential, you know, it's like when the weather caster says we potentially could get a shoveler. Or what do they call the ones where it just shuts everything down? You know, like a blizzard, right? Mm -hmm. It shuts everything down. So the, the forecaster is saying we could get two inches, 
We could get six inches. We could get two feet. Okay? Or we could get six feet of snow and nobody's leaving winter. All right? So this could be over quickly. It could be over quickly but with a lot of casualties. Or it could go on longer. And if it goes on longer and it gets bigger, that's... Where we don't what want you're it saying to go. is there's no physical forecast. There's only a spiritual one that we'll be able to discern in this. Because nobody knows that, that it hasn't been written because guess what? There's no narrative. Right. All right. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you and we lift up today's show. I pray that you give us the prophetic Eyes voice in this. Eyes to see in Jesus' name. You show our Ears listeners, the people that are part of Resistance Nation mm. here, that you give them the words of wisdom, the words mm. of knowledge to impart into this situation what's really going on. Guys, I want you to be praying throughout the show to ask God to show you what's, what's really going on. And how do we fix it? And how do we and To come together as a body. Yeah. Not just what you think, but what is God speaking yes. to you. So Lord God, I just thank you that you are going to make it known and you're going to make it In clear. In Jesus' name. So that we can present to the world a direction to move to the yeah. body of Christ. Okay, yeah. here's where we pray. Here's where we target our prayers. This is the yeah. God voice in this hour. Yeah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God's voice in this hour. No, that's so good. All right, we're going to be monitoring the chat. Um, yeah. I will only be able to stay for the next like 35 minutes and then I got to pop out. Um, All right. And do some dogs. You got a couple YouTubes up for me at the end? When I say do dogs, for those of you that don't know and you're new to our show, um, Lee and I own a pet care business. And so we take care of doggies for a living. Two at the end. Right here, these two YouTubes? Mm -hmm. All right, let's screen share. Um, so we've got, I've got bladders waiting on me. Literally. One's, oh, the wrong screen. There we are on DLive. Say hi, hi D -Live. say hi to DLive. <laughs> We're on DLive, Rumble. There we go. And CloudHub right now. All right, so let's pop over the last one. Last two. We are standing in all that's left of an Israeli police station that was overrun by Hamas gunmen. There was a 20-hour gun battle here, and all morning we have seen as bodies have been pulled out of the rubble. Meanwhile, as the fighting continues here in Israel, fears are spreading that it could spread across the region. This morning, the Israeli military pounding targets across the Gaza Strip and fighting gun battles against squads of Palestinian militants still on the loose inside Israel more than 24 hours after the surprise attack began. We were in lockdown for eight hours and hearing Arabic outside, hearing the terrorists, and they tried to break into houses. This is worse than our worst nightmares. Thousands of reservists called up for what people here expect is the start of a long and bloody war. Every indication is that Israel is preparing for what would be at once a large-scale ground offensive into Gaza and one of the most complex hostage rescue operations the world has ever seen. Mm. After blasting their way through the Gaza border fence, Fighters from Hamas and Islamic Jihad swept into Israeli towns, kidnapping whole families and marching them barefoot through their own neighborhoods. This woman screaming for help as she's dragged away into Gaza. Her boyfriend hands behind his back, helpless to save her. Her family identifying her as Noah Argamani, a 25-year-old student who'd been at a dance party. This video later showing her inside Gaza, apparently uninjured. Unlike this woman, bloodied, zip-tied, and terrified, struggling as she's forced into the back of a captured Israeli military jeep. The exact number of Israeli hostages still unknown.
But overnight, Israel's military beginning to release names of more than 25 soldiers killed. President Biden voicing his support and warning Israel's enemies not to escalate. This is not a moment for any party hostile to Israel to exploit these attacks to seek advantage. But this morning, mortar fire from militants in Lebanon aligns with Hamas. Israel striking back with drones, raising fears that this war could soon spread to multiple fronts. Meanwhile, more waves of relentless rocket fire from Gaza. While inside the Strip, hospitals overflowing with the dead and wounded. Israel's military ordering Palestinian civilians to evacuate specific areas. But in densely populated Gaza, home to two million people, there's nowhere for families to run. And if Israeli forces enter on the ground, the already massive loss of life may be only the beginning. And as well as that rocket fire from Lebanon, the Egyptian foreign ministry is confirming this morning two Israeli tourists were murdered today in the Egyptian city of Alexandria, a sign that the violence which started here in the Holy Land may not be staying here. Willie. My goodness, horrifying images mm. there. Raf Sanchez in southern Israel, you and your crew, please. Okay, all right, let's go and play the Fox News one and we'll make, do a little... Let's go to Fox Break correspondent down. Trey Yangst on the ground in southern Israel. And Trey, tragically, you've seen some gruesome scenes in this Hamas surprise attack. Yeah, Howie, I'm going to have my cameraman pan the camera here. We're just getting some rocket fire coming off the Gaza Strip as we talk. The scenes we have witnessed throughout the war, really just brutality against the Israeli people. It is nonstop fire from Gaza. Yesterday, a massacre committed against the Israeli population. The latest numbers that we have, more than 600 Israeli civilians and soldiers. You can hear those explosions in the distance. Interceptions by Israel's missile defense system, the Iron Dome. We do know that as this rocket fire from Gaza continues, we expect fire to continue from Lebanon. And it has created a difficult situation for Israeli forces as they face a multi-front conflict. This morning, rockets and mortars were fired by the Lebanese militant group Hezbollah, opening up this conflict to a broader regional conflict. The Israeli military says they will do everything possible to get their civilians back, but we do know more than 100 Israeli civilians and soldiers are currently taken prisoner of war inside the Gaza Strip, taken yesterday by those Palestinian militants. Hey, everyone. I'm Emily Campagno. Yeah. Catch me and my really co-host. I want to end that with the hey, everyone, which Emily. Is that it? You want to play this other one? Um, no, that's good. Okay. Yeah, this is um, this is an interesting row that we're in. You can see that the Biden administration is very reserved in their we stand with Israel, please don't escalate. No swift condemnation of these terrorists. Um, there's no swift, the, 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 there is no c complete, utter, um, uh, this condemnation of all this. But you do have the Nikki Haley's, the Mike Pompeo's, and the neocons. And so bloodthirsty who are ready to go and, and to just every all guns should be blazing. Well, how does that actually work? The problem with terrorism at its core is that you cannot identify innocence from guilty. 
And that is what we found with the Japanese right. and or Vietnam is that when you don't have a battle fought on battle lines between soldiers, innocent people get caught up. You'll also notice that the Israeli soldiers are not going into Gaza and kidnapping people because that they don't need to. Because they know their government just says, go in, and any casualty of war is just a casualty of war for Israel. Right? Yeah, they're they hardline. Um, if, if innocent people die at the hands of Israel, that that's just, you're in the way. Yeah. So what the Gazans have at their disposal, a hundred families could mean millions of dollars mm-hmm. for in, in funding their war on terror. Now there are rumors that Ukraine sold some weaponry to the Gazans. That's a rumor. We and where know, did they get the money, Leah? Us. We do know that we left behind Billions of dollars of equipment in Afghanistan, which the Taliban doesn't have any use for. And could easily have sold and probably did sell and did maybe even give away. Okay, to the Gazans. And then, like I said, a six billion dollar deal with Iran. Now, you had Iran's parliament chanting Alu Akbar, every single one of them cheering this on. So. Are you at world war? Yes. And so we now have world war on two fronts. Mm-hmm. We have a world war in Ukraine with Russia. And now we have a world war with Israel and the, the Gazans with U.S. weapons. This is why weapons, my friends, are bad. This is why, let's get to the root. Come on, guys. Let's, we'll talk about this all day long. We'll break this down. We got a lot more clips to show you. Because, But if we want to break this down at the root, this military-industrial complex, the Black, uh, the black Rocks and uh, the... Um, my, you know they actually need war to stay in business, right? All of them, all these investment firms. And it all goes back to one thing. Where does it go back to, Michelle? Satan. What did Satan do in 1913? The Federal Reserve. Without the Federal Reserve, you don't have these weapons. You don't have these wars. You don't have the ability to kill on this mass scale. You know what you have to do? You have to do hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> and Let's one go. bullet loaded ready. rifles with I'm the ready. paper, you know, melting down. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to do bayonet type, you know, warfare. slaughter. And listen. Slaughter? You mean warfare? Warfare. No, slaughtering with the, the bayonet. Yeah. you got to do sword fighting. Right? Come on, let's go. You know, I think, you know what? People have killed a lot of people with swords and, and one bullet, you know, rifles. Well, can you kill people with a rock? I'm not saying that it, that the, the actual, actual numbers of massacre would be down. <laughs> but the destruction and the ability to destroy on a mass scale. Yeah. Right? All right, what do we got next, Leah? Well, there's not, there's no, like, next. There's, like, a million tabs up here. So, it's not necessarily next is what I'm saying. What, what do we got? I mean, in, what's in the addition? next clip we were playing here? I haven't screen shared yet. All right. Let's start uh, right here. All right. GB News. We're going to go to people celebrating in the streets of London and elsewhere with this attack. 
Morning, Secretary yes. and MP for Ilford North for Labour. Wes, lovely to see you this Good morning. morning. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining being here. me. Thanks for having me on. Um, let's ask you first of all for your reaction to what's gone on in Israel over the past 24 to 48 hours. I think the barbarity that we're seeing unfolding on our television screens and on our social media feeds is horrifying. I cannot imagine what people in Israel are going through, and I mean literally cannot yeah. imagine what it must be like to be under that kind of threat of violence, kidnap, murder. I think there's no justification for it whatsoever. It yeah. needs to be unequivocally condemned. And to those who support the cause of Palestinian human rights and statehood, yes. as, you know, as I do, and I think you know, yeah. most of us would, this isn't resistance no. we're seeing, it's terrorism. And our country's got to stand against it and stand with Israel's right to defend itself. On that note, I mean, I know you've always been very strong in your positioning about past association with anti-Semitism in the party. As you say, Hamas is a terrorist organisation, yet we've seen some people celebrating this in the streets of London. I mean, should, they, should the police investigate them for hate crimes, potentially, do you think? Certainly, I think they need to look at whether crimes are being committed here. And I, I would say to people who, I think, with justification, worried about Palestinian human rights, worried about the escalation of violence, want to see a state of Palestine along a state of Is alongside mm. a state of Israel, what we're seeing on our screens not only can't be justified no. in human terms and the barbarity and the fear that the families are going through, it also sets back the cause of peace. Yes. And so people celebrating on the streets of London and, and, and elsewhere in the UK got to ask themselves, where is their humanity? And yeah. do they think that that's going to build support for a just cause or, or set it back? Because I genuinely believe the only future for Israelis and Palestinians is a two-state solution through peaceful negotiation. Yeah. And the pursuit of that cause is made harder, not easier, by what we've seen. Can I just point out, some of your colleagues are going to be attending pro-Palestinian events in the coming days at conference. We already saw your colleague, Aspana Begum, who's the Labour MP for Poplar and Limehouse. She was posing with Palestinian activists yesterday. We've got John McDonnell, the former Shadow Chancellor. Jess Barnard, who's on Labour's NEC. Mick Whelan, the General Secretary of ASLEF, all planning to go to a Justice for Palestine event on Tuesday. Is this appropriate? Well, I would, say, I would draw a distinction between legitimate and serious uh, events yeah. and campaigning for a just cause yeah. and, and the celebration but of violence. But what I would say to people, this is, in this of all weeks, if you are going to attend such events or show your support for the just cause of a Palestinian state, also take the opportunity to condemn unequivocally yes the violence that we're seeing perpetrated against Israelis, because we in the Labour Party, we support a two-state solution, we support the Palestinians' rights to their own state, but we stand unequivocally with Israel and her right to defend herself. Some of the organisers here... I mean, I can't imagine what, no. what would, you know... But some of the organisers of these we, events... You know, we defend ourselves. They're, pl they're, they're planning to march on the Israeli embassy. I mean, that is totally inappropriate for any well, Labour I, MP to I, be I associated think, with people I think, I think doing the, that. The only march that should be taking place on the Israeli embassy today is a march of solidarity with the yes. Israeli people and with those families that have lost loved ones or are desperately frightened for loved ones. That's the solidarity that should be shown but today. John McDonnell needs to think twice about seeming to be on the side of some of these Palestinian activists at this time. Show some sensitivity. I'd just say 
it, particularly against this backdrop, the horrifying scenes we've seen on our television screens, condemn unequivocally okay, the violence. So if you guys aren't familiar with UK politics, Labour is their far left uh, progressive group, <laughs> commies. Uh, maybe you've heard of um, Corbyn. So what he was just trying to defend was the fact that his colleagues are not standing with Israel, that they are marching and going to, and planning on marching in solidarity with the Palestinians. Yeah. And when you have a terrorist attack and your party members are saying, but I stand with those who are doing the attacking, this is the cognitive dissonance that we are in. But I want you guys to take note of something, even in just that conversation, we're playing these clips because we're bringing you the news. Okay, just because we play a clip most assuredly does not mean that we align with what they're saying. We're telling you that that's what they're saying. But as I'm listening to this, I'm hearing the same old narrative. I know. Stand with Israel, condemn Palestine. Stand with Israel. No, no, I'm hearing. I, I'm hearing. We him must say, unequivocally stand in solidarity with Israel. But I'm hearing him say it's okay to march with the terrorists. I'm saying and with the two of them, this conversation, it is. It's. It's either word, side, it's either side, play. either side, whether you're nothing. saying, whether you're stand, whether you're saying stand on the side of Palestine or whether you're saying stand with Israel, it doesn't matter. It's the exact same narrative. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've been having for that we've been having for decades, mm -hmm. literally since Israel became right. a state, a nation state. So, so listen to me, Lee and I are not bringing that narrative to you guys. Mm -hmm. If you want to tune into a channel that says, I stand with Israel no matter what, this is not the channel for you. If you want a channel that says, we stand with Palestine no matter what, this is not the channel for you. If you want a channel that says, we're going to stand with God and find God's answer in all of this, this is the channel for you. Yeah, Samuel C says, pray for Israel and the innocent citizens on both sides being slaughtered. It's demonic and sick. God help us. Uh, Sir it's Thriving Mama demonic. says, it's judgment. Uh, fall to, fall on your knees and recognize the King of Kings and you will be saved. Chris says, hallelujah, the Lord is protecting our connections in Christ. Uh, Samuel says, that's what news should be. Thank you for sharing your prophetic uh, perspective. Nanny Yaffa says, we all know in part and prophesy in part. Open our hearts to receive and understand what your spirit is saying to the church. Remove the scales from the eyes of the blind. Open deaf ears. Reveal yourself. Neon Girl says, freaking moron occupying the White House. Agreed. Minkle says, honestly, I know my former beliefs better than my newer understanding that I've gained over the last 18 months. I filter my opinions before I speak to be consistent with uh, what now I'm a historicist. Mink, uh, Nana says, I am right there with you. I, too, have undergone a huge renewal of my former understanding. What I have gained is a peace that passes all understanding in the midst of the chaos. And I believe what you guys are referring to is the whole we have to stand and fight with Israel no matter what. And, That's not God's line, by the way. And I think that what we are pulling back from is that dive all in with the Fox News neocon. And let's take a step back. Let's see what God is doing. I'm not saying, listen, what the Hamas terrorists have done. Atrocious, demonic, satanic. Is so atrocious and demonic that it's hard to put into words the kidnappings, the rapes, the brutal murder. The cheering in the Iran parliament, death to Israel. Obviously, that's the devil. <laughs> okay. But at the same time, recently, there have been a lot of videos surface of Hasidic Jews spitting on Christians, persecuting Christians. And at the same time, 
Israel as a whole is an LGBT welcoming state. And so we can't just, un and, and we do know that Israel rolled out the forced vaccination pretty much first, right? Widespread. And there were a lot and of And they're really injuries. good at that, by the way. I mean, let's look at the military. You have to join the military, male or female. Yeah. They are very good at mass compliance. Yeah. Um, I'll, I can say this. It's possible that evil would want to deceive us and make us all believe this Matthew 24 is happening before our eyes. Minkles, you are on. You are spot on. Anybody. And also, I would say this. Anybody that's looking at this going, this is wars. This is rumors of wars. Jerusalem surrounded by armies. This is the last days. It's all being fulfilled right now. I would say this. On the one hand, I want to say this channel isn't for you because that's not the line that we are taking. But if you do think that, this channel is for you because I think you will be enlightened. Isaiah 4110 says, I see a risk board like a board game. Troops are being moved. Now, uh, that's a can... prophetic word that she's got. That's, it is. That's that is, right that is absolutely prophetic. Okay, let's go to the next clip here. I want you guys to hear what Mike Pence is saying. He's saying this is Donald Trump's fault, Vivek Ramaswamy's, and Ron DeSantis's all at one time. Oh, wow. So you it's know? pretty much everybody but him. Of course, because anybody, everybody, because any, here's anybody how we know we side. don't just unequivocally stand with Israel because Mike Pence does. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want to focus on what you had to say about some of your fellow Republicans. Really helps you me said gauge. that this is what Where happens when leaders in the Republican Party signal Americans retreat as leader of the free world. Weakness uh, arouses evil. Are you talking about your former running mate? Well, I am, but let me begin. Can, you pause Can we that? just say your the, former, the, the former running, running mate? How about you're the president of the United the States? The guy that like was the president and you were the vice president. Like he's your boss. Who like says what is that? Former your former running, running mate? You were Are you literally kidding vice me? president for four sticking years. Your former, former running, running mate. mate. And you know what that does? It actually diminishes the fact that it Mike makes Pence it was sound vice like president. He lost. I know. <laughs> <laughs> where, where we ought to start. I mean, that disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan has emboldened the enemies of freedom around the world. And wow. now war is raging uh, in Eastern Europe. And, and President Joe Biden's kowtowing for the last two and a half years to the mullahs in Iran, lifting sanctions, begging them to get back in the Iran nuclear deal, and then uh, paying $6 billion in a ransom uh, for hostages, I, I think set the conditions uh, for this unprecedented terrorist attack uh, by Hamas against Israel. But I also believe this is what happens when we have leading voices like Donald Trump, Vivek Ramswamy, and Ron DeSantis signaling retreat from America's role as leader of the free world. I, look, uh, that what happened in Ukraine was an unprovoked invasion by Russia. What happened this weekend was an unprovoked invasion by Hamas uh, into Israel. Uh, and I really believe now more than ever, uh, both the, the debate within the Republican Party and the debate within America, is whether or not we're, we're going to once again stand without apology as the leader of the free world, as the arsenal of democracy. The heartbreaking images coming out of both of these theaters of operations remind us that uh, America is the indispensable leader uh, of the free world. And if I'm president of the United States, we'll lead from American strength. All right. Okay. Would you like the prophetic I, word on that I got? Well, yeah, just one second, but I did kind of like the non-prophetic word. Okay. I'm watching the CNN host here with her plastic surgery hard face. Listen, if you're going to pay money to get plastic surgery, do the kind that Laura Ingram has, which makes you have a permanent smile, not a permanent frown, because you can pay good money for that. Um, so you didn't get all your money's worth when you just you did your thing to your face. Secondly, um, what I saw on her face was this. I know I played the part to hate you for four years, but I can't get out of acting and I still hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Where's your prophetic word? Okay. All right. So <laughs> the prophetic word literally that I was getting um, while I was listening to Mike Pence here, specifically since he's on CNN, 
CNN is Happy going to, to be there, by is, the way. CNN is going to do a phenomenal job of running both narratives where they will allow their people to choose a side of whether you're pro-Palestine, Palestine, however you want to say it, or you're pro-Israel, and both debate, are team. acceptable. It's, it's a, a debate, and both are acceptable. And why? Because the goal here is chaos is to keep you engaged in the chaos, to keep you obsessed. And in, so it doesn't matter which side that you're on as long as you're watching the game. Oh, oh, circuses. It's a circus. It's really happening. It's, it's a gladiator real gladiators. Circus. There's real death. But they want to keep you engaged. It's the circus. Instead, because... There's a prophetic word. Ding, ding, ding. Write that one down. So this is what I want you guys to be doing as we're it's watching the show. circus. Our show is going to start shifting because we are equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. As we are watching these things, I want you guys, just like Isaiah 41.10 did. Sherry, hey, what's up? Saw you last night. Love you. Um, getting prophetic words. And I know this sounds like, oh, you're just playing games. No, 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 no. They're the ones playing games and we're about to get real. Yeah, Isaiah forty-one ten says, "When is the next Republican debate? They are going to run with this." Uh, days two thousand. Pence just needs to go crawl back under a rock. Uh, Samuel C says, "Wow, what a traitor!" And uh, days two thousand. Uh, Mike, you ain't going to be president, so get over your fantasy. That's probably true. All right. Lebanese Hezbollah released a statement describing its rocket attacks into Israel as part of a long-term effort to liberate territory from Israel. Um, Hamas launched a surprise ground and air attack into Israel, making the most significant escalation between the two sides in decades. This Iran special edition explores three possible explanations that may be driving Hamas's current actions. Number one, Hamas leaders may expect the conflict that they have ignited to expand to include other Palestinian militias as well as Iran and the so-called axis of resistance. Hamas may have based its current operation on Iranian leaders thinking about defeating Israel. Three. Hamas may have sought to disrupt the U.S.-led negotiations to normalize ties between Israel and Saudi Arabia. The attack into Israel has understandably focused international attention once again on the Israel-Palestine dynamics. Iranian leaders will almost certainly look for opportunities to take advantage of the conflict. Iran could exploit Israeli distraction by moving advanced military systems into the Lebanon and Syria or making significant advances in its nuclear program. The U.S. and its allies um, must remain vigilant against the danger that Iran and its partners may seek to expand the crisis. Now, this it's all it's all like I said it's all just kind of smoke and mirrors in 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 the political realm but let's see some pro-palestine protesters who i'm sure are adamantly pro-palestine and this is in new york in new york times square yes now the question is um but they're engaged in the circus resistance is not terrorism free palestine in all usa to israel free palestine those signs have already obviously been there for a while here we have TikToks from a party last night in Missaguagua, Missaguagua, just outside Toronto. Missaguagua. I bet that's how you say that. You know what I find? I'm going to turn this down. You know what I find disturbing about this? Is that, you know, even if I was behind a war of any kind... I wouldn't be dancing and I wouldn't be celebrating because whenever you are, go to war and, and lives have to be taken, it's very, very serious. I mean, we're serious about killing our chickens. So let me explain. Let me explain something to you. 
The CCP, I hate the CCP. If the United States started to go at war with the CCP. I would not be dancing in the streets. And the United States started to kidnap innocent civilians. Right. Started to rape innocent civilians. Like, this is not normal behavior. This is not you, normal Like, behavior. you don't get to celebrate. Women have been, were raped. Women were murdered. Men were kidnapped. And I mean, that's the torture, why they're celebrating, though. Chopping heads off with shovels. Like, said no sane person ever. Okay, these this is sick stuff, man. And this is why we're here with kind of such a weighty show. All right, here we have is Israel prepares armored vehicles. Israel's <laughs> minister Yoav Galant says the rules of war have changed, and the response to the Gaza Strip will be so powerful that it will be remembered for the next fifty years. Wow. Yeah. So that's not going to be great. Because All right. So sickening. Palestinians celebrate the cruel actions of Hamas against Isra Israelis. They celebrate the murder of 700 Israelis, the kidnapping of 100 plus Israelis, and the wounding of 2,000 plus Israelis, and the 4,000 plus rockets fired at Israel. So they're handing Sick. out food. This is um, Israel's response to Hamas. This is the IDF. No, sorry, the next clip here is the IDF continues its airstrike on the Gaza Strip. So. Um, uh, these are obviously targeted strikes, but I'm telling you, innocent civilians are going to be caught up in, in these strikes. And you're dancing. And, and so this is, this people. is the United States into Gaza. And, um, yeah. All right. So here we have British Palestine, Palestine supporters and refugees celebrating the Hamas attacks in Manchester, England. Here. The smiling is British citizens marching with us. The brainwashing of you British people is intense. It's everywhere. It's not just the British. And it's and here's the thing, guys. You have to understand the brainwashing is strong on both sides of this. By the way, and none of them, you know, whether it's a two-state solution, whatever you want to say. I hate that phrase, by the way. We need a two-state solution. You know what we need? I want the God solution. I want the kingdom of heaven solution. Forget this two single state, whatever you want to say. Get your political garbage out of this because this is spiritual at its core. This the is spiritual warfare. To continue to keep the devil this wants hate. this. Okay. And God says, you know what? When all y'all bow to my name. There will be no more fighting. So here we have Hamas Slowly terrorists turn up the volume. Uh, paraglided into a desert party rave in Israel and started to just shooting. They paraglided and just kind of parachuted in. So again, this begs the question. We're talking about war. Most of the time, warriors fight warriors, but they're just coming after anybody. Mm. All right, so you can make our, us big again. As, as Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu declares a state of war, disturbing accounts emerge along the Gaza Strip. In the early morning, uh, Hamas terrorists launched a massive attack from the Gaza Strip. It was accompanied by launching thousands of rockets with their operatives infiltrating Israeli territory. 
Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu declared that Israel was in a state of war in a meeting with his cabinet at the outset of the attacks. It's called Swords of Iron, Operation Swords of Iron. Since this morning, the state of Israel has been at war. Our first objective is to clear out the hostile forces that infiltrated our territory. Uh, that's what they're doing, kind of getting them all out, and to restore the security and quiet to the communities that have been attacked. The second objective, at the same time, uh, is to exact an immense price from the enemy within the Gaza Strip as well. The third objective is to reinforce other fronts so that nobody should mistakenly join this war. We are at war. In war, one needs to be level-headed. I call on all citizens in Israel to unite in order to achieve our highest goal, victory in war. Now, with a declaration of war, there's no, you know, there, there's no measured response. That's what that's what the White House and other people usually look for is um, when when the Palestinians attack. Mm -hmm. There's like you're you're allowed to do some sort of measured response and equal equal yeah. response, um, but with war, it's like all out. They can't, you know. So that's why he's declaring war. Hamas claims they've taken dozens of soldiers hostage. You can scroll down if you want to play that video. Just another update on the situation. There are dozens of hostages inside Gaza. We don't know exactly how many, but I would encourage you not to share the videos that are circulating online and on Telegram. Right now, rocket fire continues, though it has subsided a bit in the southern part of Israel. There are still ground battles ongoing. We've heard gunfire in the distance and many wounded soldiers taken to this evacuation well, point. People, Just another thing about this. So you and I are, we don't think like military. We don't, that's just not who we are. However, if they're posting a hostage video, it's because they want people to see it. But I would think I want my relative, I'd want to see. You know, my there relative. is just nonstop rocket fire from Gaza into Southern Israel. There is active fighting going on. Wounded troops being brought to this position where ambulances can take them to local hospitals. Civilians using their cars to bring people here. This is very much an active situation as border police believe up to 60 Palestinian militants could still be inside Israel. All right. So this was really mind boggling to me. Joe Biden took hours to initiate any sort of response. Donald Trump responded before Joe Biden did. This is what is confusing to me. If the neoliberals and the neocons want this war, why didn't he come out fully in support of Israel right away? Okay. Um, is this good cop, bad cop? I'm not exactly sure. The United States response was lacking. The town hall says atrocious. Um... Disturbing reports are coming from southern Israel where Palestinian terrorists were reportedly going house to house and kidnapping civilians, which obviously true. And the Israel Israel Defense Forces fighter jets recently attacked two high rise buildings in Gaza in the Gaza Strip that were used uh, by senior Hamas members. Um, I think and there was a couple other Let me um, read a couple of comments here. Uh Sherry says it's not a party that was a clear demonic spirit there. Well said. Um, Lender says these people don't understand Palestine has created an extremely bad situation for themselves uh, Wesley says we need chat God not chat GPT love that um, Samuel says it has always been clear to me that the constitution that states the government shall make no law establishing a religion or preventing the free exercise thereof it is the one phrase that allows 
the, I think there's more that you want to say there. They got cut off there. Um, James says, this crud should have been resolved long ago. Does either side really want to come to a mutual agreement or are they all interested in violence? Sherry says, they are being controlled by the demonic principalities. And Chris says, Psalm 125.2, as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth forevermore. Um, somebody had posted, there are two sides to every story and, um, it's a Facebook video of Palestinian, uh, families that have been killed and children that have been killed. Nobody wants to see innocents killed. And I would say, actually, some people do. We don't. Right. And we shouldn't. And uh, Kate, to your point though, that's what we keep saying. Both sides are wrong in this. Both sides. Now, one, unfortunately is going like straight up full on like crazy demonic. Okay. But neither side is following God in this. That's what you should say. I would, there's a right and a wrong in certain situations. And I would say neither side is following the Holy spirit and following God. Hamas and Hezbollah already united. Um, there was a couple other, my real time comments. Wanted to see a couple more of your comments. I think they just kind of vanished. I've got them, I've got them here, right here. What do you want? I was just reading some comments on Facebook. Uh, Pan says Biden is so weak that he cannot control the terrorist activity. Barry says the Taliban want to get across Iran uh, and Saudi Arabia. Uh, Pan says Hamas and Hezbollah are already united. So a statement from the Taliban says that the Taliban considers any type of defense and resistance of the Palestinian people for freedom of their land and their sanctuaries as their legitimate right anytime. So kidnapping civilians, beheading them, whatever. The group urges the Organization of Islamic Cooperation, the OIC, the second largest intergovernmental organization in the world after the United Nations, and other influential countries in the region to intervene in the conflict. The statement explicitly calls for these entities to prevent the violence of the Israeli occupying forces against the innocent people of Palestine to resolve the issue on the basis of granting the legitimate rights of the Palestinians. So obviously you've got that happening. I want to read a comment here from seemingly a new viewer, Kevin. So glad you're here, Kevin. Kevin wants to know where have these two commentators, that's Leah and I, been these last 20 plus years? Uh, why do all supporters of Israel forget that Israel stole that land from them and then call them terrorists for trying to take it back? Israel is in Palestine killing them people, killing these people every day. You're new to our show. We are not supporters of Israel. We are not supporters of Palestine. We're supporters of God and the God solution in all of this. This is a heavily Christian channel. If you are in uh, God followers, Jesus followers, whatever you want to call what we are. We are going to find the God solution. But we are this. not the kind of Christians that believe that um, America needs to unequivocally support Israel in exactly. everything that they do. Boom. And we do not believe that end time prophecy needs to be fulfilled and, and any sort of Israeli um, occupation and territory expansion like a Nikki Haley or a, a Mike Pence. So you do need not worry. There are no Nikki Haley's here. There's no Mike Pence's here. Um, we, we do not believe the United States should be giving any money to Israel or any country for that matter, Ukraine, anybody. All right. And I it, would dare say, throw out all of your preconceptions of what conservative 
Christian But if you believe are. that Hezbollah, Hamas, and the Taliban are nice people, I don't know what to tell you because they're terrorists, okay? They are legit terrorists, and they have evil in their hearts. The and only solution, it's not a two-state solution. I just said it a minute ago. It's the God solution. It's when these people, all of them, Jews and Muslims alike in this area, or the people that aren't even Christians, go to God to get the answer. What we are trying to do is to We're going bring above. you facts uh, on the ground yes. and bring you what the God angle would be on this as best as we can. And this is not developing these, situation. This is not end times prophecy being fulfilled. I know, David, I'm glad you're here. Please don't leave. I know you just said that. This is, again, not this channel. If you're here, you need to be tuning into our Revelation Red Pill show every Wednesday where this we This is what they would like to believe, make you believe. Modern end times prophecy that you think that it is. Modern end times theory. It's only 150 years old. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that they're doing. Somebody left that in a comment earlier. They get You get it. They've written this and now they're self-fulfilling it, but it is not biblical. Yeah. Okay? Because if that were true, if this were, if this were true, Matthew 24 would be that two-thirds of the Jews are going to be annihilated and Jerusalem's going to be totally destroyed. And the temple is destroyed and sacrifices cease. Oh, that happened already. But there's no temple. So awkward. I'm sorry, Matthew 24 cannot be it's fulfilled awkward. yet. It's really awkward. So this can't be end times prophecy yet because Jesus said not one stone will be left upon another. And he was referring to the temple that Herod had helped rebuild. It was the second temple. So we either need a new third temple before Matthew 24 can be fulfilled or it was fulfilled already in AD 70. All right. So. Exactly. Um, Benjamin Netanyahu says, this morning on Shabbat, in a holiday, Hamas invaded Israel, Israeli territory and murdered innocent civilians, including children and the elderly. Hamas has started a brutal and evil war. We will be victorious. I'm just quoting. Uh, in this war, despite an unbearable price, this is a very difficult day for all of us. He emphasized that the scale and brutality of the attack were unprecedented in Israel and uh, make sure that does not happen again. Hamas wants to murder us all. This is an enemy that murders children and mothers in their homes and their beds, an enemy that abducts elderly. Now, this is very interesting because Netanyahu is on the, is, is, his government is shaky at best. And this war, like our 9-11, is going to unify them. Yeah. David Icke had said that Israel works for the, the, the cult and Hamas works for the cult. And what we have to do is to differentiate uh, the cult from the cult and, and see where we are supposed to align. Now, the Taliban asked Iran for free passage to assist Hamas in Gaza in a war in Israel after Joe Biden armed the Taliban with 80 billion in U.S. weapons and supplies. So earlier today, Hamas terrorists, terrorists launched a major surprise attack on Israel. We know that. We don't want to repeat that. <sighs> Jerusalem Post is reporting that the Taliban has requested free, free passage across Iran to assist Hamas in Gaza and its war on Israel. The Gateway Pundit previously reported Joe Biden supplied the Taliban terrorist organization and their Islamist accomplices with billions of dollars worth of U.S. weapons, armed vehicles, and helicopters and ammunition and piles of cash. It's very interesting. They said that they didn't have the ability to get all that equipment out before they left. But I'm wondering about the cash. Mm. Why do you leave the cash? 
$85 billion worth of U.S. military equipment in the hands of the Taliban, itching for a war. They only have one enemy, and they want to go fight. And they want to fight with our weapons. Can This is the most atrocious of atrociousness. Okay? This is like the surgeon's scalpel now being used as a murder weapon. Okay? 600,000 weapons we left behind, 75,000 vehicles, 200 aircraft. I would like to see them fly those, though. That would be interesting. 45 um, UH-60 Blackhawk helicopters, 50 scout attack choppers, 20,000 grenades, 61,000 M203 rounds. At least 600,000 small arms, um, M16s, 50 2,520 bombs. What kind of bombs? 16,000 plus night vision goggles. You know what? I could If you could have told me about the millions of dollars in currency, I think a few people would have gone. Totally would have been there. Come on, let's go. Pallets with millions of dollars in U.S. currency. Oh, my gosh. And yet, and yet we've got people starving in America. Okay, so um, love this. 10,000... Two and three quarter inch air to ground rockets. Wow. All right. So if you play up the bit shoot, I do believe because Donald Trump's running, we're allowed to play him on Facebook. Well, so maybe let's hear what he has to say. The Hamas terrorist invasion of Israel territory, Israeli territory, and the murder of Israeli soldiers today, and uh, the brutal murder of citizens is an act of savagery that must and will be crushed, has to be, it has to be dealt with very powerfully. This is a time where the United States needs leadership. We don't have leadership. But Israel is at war, and the United States obviously is going to stick with Israel, and strongly. The war happened for two reasons. The United States is giving and gave to Iran $6 billion, $6 billion over over hostages, over hostages. And, uh, you know, there was a very good trade. They got five hostages. We got five hostages. Okay, that's the good news. The bad news is, and their hostages were tough, by the way, I have to tell you. That was, okay. Let's assume they're doing just fine. But it was five for five. But in addition to that, we agreed to free up six billion you remember when Arby's was and, just did uh, that? That is an absolute disaster. Before inflation. And I would bucks. not be at all surprised if part of that tremendous wealth that they just That's accumulated went into all of a sudden watching this level of aggression. They didn't have that level of aggression with me. They didn't have it. This would have never happened with me either. You know what wouldn't have happened? Ukraine wouldn't have happened. Taiwan and all this tough talk with Taiwan wouldn't have happened. And what's going on with Israel right now? People were shocked. I wasn't shocked. Because two mm. weeks ago, we gave them $6 billion. Think of it. So we get five, they get five. But the difference is we have to give $6 billion. $6 billion. Does anyone know what a billion is? <laughs> $6 billion. It's, it's like it's, it's a thousand million. And it's we a have now we gave our them country is a perceived. Million. Yes, we're, we're really a country that's looked at with this tremendous perceived weakness. Why are we giving Iran $6,000 million? With a grossly incompetent and corrupt president. He's, a, he's an incompetent man. He's okay, corrupt. Okay, we can stop that. I don't know oh, if we're going to bring it anyway. Let me read yeah. this comment from okay. Jay Wu while you, you can look for what you want next, and I'll just read this. All right, Jay Wu says, It would seem to me the enemy uses biblical prophecy 
or the understanding of it. I'm inserting that to try to bring people to bring about the end times. What I see is so many people coming to Jesus and finding the truth mm. that this is not the end, but the beginning of the end of the rule of evil yes. and the renewing of true faith in God Almighty and a God-led future. You got that. Amen, J. Wu from Bard's Nation. You get a big, giant star for that one. Okay. That's perfect. Stripped woman seen in back of Hamas. But let me explain this. Okay. Pickup truck. Okay, so yesterday there was a video going around of a, of a naked woman uh, dead Dear in God. the back of her truck. Wow. Uh, she's civilian. She was not a soldier. German. And this is her. A woman who seeming, whose seemingly lifeless body was paraded half naked in the back of a pickup truck on Saturday, surrounded by Hamas terrorists. This is why you don't get to say, yeah, both sides. Because as much as I don't like certain things that Israel does. A lot of things, most things, almost all things. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to. Go ahead, okay. carry on. I'm not, not going to say that. Um, I don't see them raping women and True. parading naked women around in a truck. Right. I don't see them, and maybe you do. And go ahead, send me the videos if you see them, of Israeli soldiers pulling out dead Hamas, or but I would say I'm seeing citizens out of cars, bloody, kicking them and cheering with guns in the air. Mm -hmm. Like this is psycho stuff. No, it's demonic. This is psycho stuff. Like because somebody is in Israel, you have a right and obviously an innocent woman, an innocent civilian to rape her and parade her body around. You don't yeah. even know who she's, you don't know what she's done. You don't know who she is. She's obviously a, it's not animalistic. a soldier. This is animalistic behavior. And so, like on our show, this is not there how are, war it takes there place. Is, there, there are different levels of morality. Yeah. And there are different it's, levels this is of savage. evil. It's savagery. And different levels of savagery. Mm -hmm. Okay? 100%. And this is, that is, that is beyond, that is bestia, as beast behavior. Okay? Following the invasion of Israel on Saturday morning, during which thousands of rockets, blah, 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 blah. Uh, one such video showed a woman stripped nearly naked in the back of a pickup truck, lying in a lifeless fashion with her limbs contorted in an unnatural fashion. Her body lay at the feet of several men in combat clothing who shouted, Alu Akbar, while spitting on her back. The video sparked international outrage, and it went viral. The woman has now been identified by her family who recognized her distinctive tattoos and dreadlock hairstyle. Speaking to the Washington Post, Tom Wintraub, Lau, said that his first cousin, Shauna Lauk, went missing early Saturday morning after Hamas stormed an outdoor dance party. The family was unable to reach Shawnee and her Mexican boyfriend. However, as videos began to emerge online, a cousin recognized Shawnee and her parents later confirmed well, you that said it was that she was dead this... in the back of the pickup truck. So her mom, uh, through translation in a newspaper, said, we were sent a video where I could clearly recognize our daughter unconscious in the car with the Palestinians as they drove into the Gaza Strip. I asked for any help and any news. Do, are we sure that she's dead? Yeah, it's a lifeless body and it's all contorted. Okay. I've well, there. The well, video. this article is specifically not making that claim yet. She's dead. Okay. It's a body that's dead. Okay. This is not the living person. That's really sad. Um, at the time of the reporting, it's, it wasn't sure, but she's dead. Okay. You, you can't, you can't, no, she's dead. Shawnee's uncle, Winfred Gear, told the paper that his niece and her boyfriend had organized a dance festival in a kibitz uh, on Saturday, adding, they regularly organized festivals and traveled all over the world with them. 
Shawnee is apparently not the only German to have fallen victim to Hamas kidnappers. With a mother and two small children aged three and five reportedly being kidnapped while visiting their grandmother in a kibbutz near Gaza Strip. So this woman here and her two children have been kidnapped. Israeli citizen Yanni Asher told Bild newspaper in Germany that he recognized his wife, German citizen Doran Katz Asher, their two young daughters, and his mother-in-law being kidnapped by Hamas militants in a video posted Saturday. I immediately recognized that it was her without a doubt. I saw a terrorist covering her head. There was a cover on my little daughter's heads, and I immediately recognized my oldest daughter too. They were kidnapped along with my mother-in-law and her partner. On Saturday evening, the IDF said the number of civilians captured in Hamas is unfortunately a significant number. Wow. And what are they doing with them? It's got to be a hostage, you know, situation, right? So pro-Palestinian groups party and dance in London amid deadly terror attacks on Israel. I think we prayed, played some of them. There's another one. Acton, half an hour ago, popped into a cafe for some baklava with the kids uh, and our Ukrainian friends, people have been brutally murdered, kidnapped, and there are people <laughs> dancing. Okay, you scroll down. There's another one. Celebrating the murders of kid and kidnapping of Israelis is quite possibly the most serious and public act of hate I've seen. All right, we do have a little bit of good news. You can pause that. The Israel Defense Forces rescued 48 hostages from the dining hall of Kibbutz Bari on Saturday. The Palestinian terror attack on Israel uh, happened on the Jewish holiday of Shemini Atzeret, the final day of the annual High Holy Day cycle. The violent attack left at least 250 people dead, and we know this. Uh, dozens of people were held hostage earlier on Saturday in the Kibbutz dining hall for horns, Horus. However, IDF forces engaged in a gun battle with the Palestinian terrorists who infiltrated the kibbutz region, and the terrorists who were holding the hostages were reportedly neutralized. Hmm. All right. So there is another war, and, and, I, and I don't want to make a pivot too quickly, but this is a world news program, and there are other things happening around the world. So if you came here just solely for the updates on Israel's darkest day, Come back. We will be doing more. But there are other horrible things and great things. We'll be doing more and in the in the, the of, latter half of this show? No, I mean, like, we'll be covering this throughout the week. So, I'm subscribe. Sure. If you're following on Facebook, click follow and click like. If you're, go to Rumble because we, a lot of times we have to censor what we put on Facebook. So, go and follow us on Rumble. Go to resistancechicks.com. Mm -hmm. We want you guys to be a part of this. I do have, yes, please follow us on Rumble because there are other things that we can't say on the book of the face if you're on book face that we um, and I'm gonna have, to have step one out more about video here. Anyway. Man um, mocks Israel supporter in uh, Times Square wow. at a free Palestine rally here. That's the problem. Don't worry about it. That is the problem. That's why you'll never have peace. 
that's a sad thing because I've spoken to a lot of Palestinians who don't agree with that. But in their heart, they really believe it. You're gonna take everything. Do you think everyone believes that? You're gonna take everything. Do you think all the Palestinians want that? You're gonna take everything. Don't worry about it. We're gonna take everything. Everyone wants that. We're taking everything. Brave, brave soldiers of Palestine, kidnapping children, kidnapping women, kidnapping old ladies. How heroic! Fucking cowards! Come kidnap this. Come here. Come take us away. So this is. This right here, before you go, this is the hate on, on both, both sides, sides, and this is the chaos that they want us to partake in, and I refuse to partake in the chaos. And so we will ask Holy Spirit to show us how do we bring peace to the situation? How do we diffuse the hate and the anger? Because this violence has to stop. James says it is pure evil. Kind of reminds me of Antifa and BLM. Samuel says, in this world, you will have trouble. God works all things to the good, to those that love God. Vengeance is God's. He will allow them to reap what they sow. The evil one will perish. Minkle says, can you see the setup? The whole world will have to come to the rescue as many countries will be affected. Um, and then speaking to the, to the girl that was contorted, Linder says she was lying face down. Her legs were contorted. Mm. Um, so Isaiah says, uh, Holy Spirit is the teacher through the word of God. A degree from a man, a man-made seminary is not necessary. However, she did attend a Bible college. Are you talking about Leah? Um, not diamond and silk this time, but coal and stone? Are you kidding? My heart is warm and, and beating. I don't think they think that we're calling somebody doesn't what because we're not rah rah obviously we're saying what Palestinians and Hamas are doing are evil and I'm telling you what Diamond and Silk will be way more pro Israel than we are okay so I don't know how anybody could say that our commentary isn't anything but fair I think that they, I think everybody knows that it's pretty fair oh my goodness some people some people I think before you go and we're going to make a pivot in the news here because Sarah on Facebook says this is so heartbreaking. I've been praying all day. Please pray. We are, we are going to pray at the end of the show too. Michelle gets back. But what the heck is that? We are. This is a world news program, so we're making a pivot in the news. Don't go anywhere because I think you want to see some of the things and maybe these puts the the other stories will put pieces together for you. I don't want to make the pivot to the Ukraine war because we are going to talk about Ukraine because that war is still ongoing too. Let's not lose what's happening around the world for what's, you know, the chasing the, the one thing. So here we have the Pope. Oh dear God. A circus spectacle on the grounds of the Vatican greets audiences across the globe as Pope Francis and a bevy of Catholic diocesan officials partake in the carnival atmosphere, delighting in the festivities. So that's not the one I want. I just want to go to oh. my... Um, just bring up here we go just go to the profile here and we're going to go to the most recent one
Even if I was a circus performer, this doesn't seem real. This is a movie. This is not. Look at that guy. This is not real, Leah. He's got his hand on the Pope chair with his little Mario Brother hat and a little maraca. Is this an episode of Star Trek? But no, but this is the other side of Satan. This is the other side. This is like the prerequisite of all war, Satan. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't even know what that just was. Like, I'm not even sure what just happened in this studio right now. Yeah. Okay. I'm totally freaked out. Oh, I want to see this before I go. Okay, so here we have, you guys remember that, um, oh, why isn't it up? To the left, by the far left. Okay. So last week we covered the fact that Zelensky came to the, went to the Canadian parliament and they honored a legit Nazi. Yeah. Well, Zelensky's wife, he is a flamboyant homosexual. So I don't know what their marriage is like and he's faking it. So obviously if he's faking it for the rest of the world, he's faking it with her and he has, she has to fake it with him. So this particular video is somebody caught the fact that she was not exactly enjoying faking it with the Canadian Parliament. I don't know why, I don't know why We need to break so hard massive perv all right i'll play this next video here um uh this is a young man uh who is articulating the, the kind of demographic change in the uk figure yeah. what do you think of him though personally what i think of him is a lot of stuff he was saying although very divisive at the time has come to pass some cities are no longer diverse they are no longer diverse in the sense that there isn't a mix of cultures where it's now be completely replaced by one culture right. over another like like where a lot of boroughs of london where the white working classes have been moved out in exchange for a lot of people from what other... do you mean they've been moved out well a lot of the council states in central london now in some of those boroughs have been completely demographically changed to a completely alien culture to what it would have been 50 years ago but what do you mean an alien culture i mean in east end london it used to be very jewish and now yes. it's more Muslim, but that's yeah. always been the case. So, I mean, that's so that's a very alien culture to what it was then, isn't it? I mean, they're British Muslims. Yes, but it's an alien culture. What do you it's mean? A different culture. Alien culture means it. Alien, as in unfamiliar. Yeah, but it's not alien to being British. British is being British means you could be Muslim or Jewish or Hindu. I'm not saying it's to being British. I'm saying it's to the culture of the area, to the beliefs and belief structures of the area, to the institutions that once were there being replaced by new institutions now and new beliefs and new ideologies and new cultures and new religions. Well, they're different completely religions, Completely changing course. it. But, yeah, I it's, mean... 
But a religion is an entire cultural and ideological outlook on the work, world. There's still white working class people who live there who go to school with people from different backgrounds and they mix with people from different backgrounds. They're not monocultures. You still have white working class people in Tower Hamlets. I'm talking about whether or not the native people in those areas feel that they are now in their homeland or if their homeland confronts them as something other, something which distracts them from what they believe themselves to be. Well, I, th I think I, millions of people are actually happy with being diverse. I mean, London has huge numbers of mixed relationships where people from different cultures quite literally set, set families up together. I mean, that's a good thing, surely. I'm not saying it's good or bad, it's neither here nor there. Well, you, Diversity I, is not inherently good, it's not inherently bad, that's not my point. Well, I think it's inherently good, but... Uh, why, just, is, why do you think that? Because I think you get a, an interesting exchange of cultures and worldviews and that makes for a more interesting and dynamic yeah, But society. why does a mix of cultures and worldviews provide something good, necessarily? Because we learn from each other. Yes, but why... Well, let's say there's... there's some archetypal brilliant worldview, the best possible worldview, right. right? Would you then say, oh, let's make it more diverse and mix it with other worldviews? No. That's He's really a very good. smart, wow. articulate young man, I hope actually. He takes off. You can close that out. All right, I'm going to leave you to it, Leah. I don't know if I'll be back before the end of the show, but I will be tuning in. Um, I've got puppy bladders waiting on me. Okay. All right. You guys stick with me because we've got more to go. A women's rights activist is imprisoned We're not in screen sharing yet. I will get to it. Okay. Uh, thank you. Um, women's rights activist imprisoned in Iran wins Nobel Peace Prize. A women's rights activist in Iran who organized protest actions from within Iran's notorious El El Evan prison, Nagariz Mohammadi, won the 2023 Nobel Peace Prize on Friday. You guys are going to bear with me. As I screen share this article here with you, you guys can see this right here. The Nobel Committee applauded Mohammadi for a lifetime of defiance of the repressive Islamist regime, which has resulted in 13 arrests in response to her organization of protests against a litany of human rights abuses in the country, including rape and sexual violence against political prisoners and widespread violence against women who do not or improperly wear the Islamic headscarf or hijab. Mohammadi reportedly organized acts of defiance against the regime in prison. In the aftermath of the brutal state killing of 22-year-old uh, Masa Amini, whose members of Iran's morality police beat to death in September 2022 because her hijab was allegedly worn incorrectly. Amini's killing prompted protests nationwide demanding an end to the Islamic regime, to which Tehran responded by another wave of violence and killed more than five hundred people the embrace of the nation is open to everyone but we will show no mercy to those who are hostile said the iranian president uh Raisi, who whose resume largely consists of orchestrating the mass killings of between 5,000 and 30,000 anti-regime protesters in 1988 said in response to amini's protests in december of 2022 the Iranian regime claimed a month after Amini's death that the 22-year-old died of alleged complications from surgery for a brain tumor at the age of eight, a conclusion her family denounced as unreasonable. In reality, Amini fell into a coma after being severely beaten and never woke up. Her brave struggle has come with tremendous personal costs. Altogether, the regime has arrested her 13 times, convicted her five times, and sentenced her to a total of 31 years in prison and 154 lashes. Mohammadi is an engineer by trade and began vocalizing support for women's rights as a college student. 
In 2011, Ms. Mohammadi's were arrested for the first time and sentenced to many years of imprisonment for her efforts to assist incarcerated activists and their families. Two years later, after her release on bail, Ms. Mohammadi immersed herself in a campaign against the use of the death penalty. Her activism against the death penalty led to the re her rearrest in 2015 and to a sentence of an additional years behind bars. She's obviously a war hero. Uh, we met a beautiful uh, young Iranian woman who went to a birthday party, a co-ed birthday party, and then she was stripped and beaten by the morality piece, police. And then she was sold by her father into a marriage at 14 or 16. And she was brutally raped and beaten. And then her grandmother helped her to escape that fake marriage. And she lived in Turkey with um, some uh, men, escapees from Iran, who were Christians, who protected her. And then she came here, and now she kind of has to live in stealth because she speaks out, continues to speak out against the Iranian regime. So Slovakia, the home of Donald Trump's wife, Melania may stop backing the Ukraine war after a populist election win. A potential new crack in Europe's support for the war in Ukraine emerged Saturday as a populist left-wing party took the most votes in Slovakia's national election. With 98% of the districts having reported their results, the populist SMER, Direction Social Democracy Party, has racked up 23.4% of the votes. Smur is led by former Prime Minister Robert Fico, who has been pointed in his determination to pursue peace in Ukraine, rather than continuing to pour weapons into an increasingly hopeless campaign to evict Russian forces from the country's eastern provinces. Peace is the only solution, said Fico on early in early September. I refuse to get criticized and labeled as a warmonger just for talking about peace. Whereas those who support war and killing are being called peace activists. We all, and then scroll down here, have it messed up in our heads. We will not send a single bullet to Ukraine from the state stocks. Fico has also said that Ukraine war didn't start in 2022. I say it loud and will do so. The war in Ukraine didn't start yesterday or last year. It began in 2014 when the Ukrainian Nazis and fascists started to murder the Russian citizens in Donbass and Lunsk. A March opinion poll found that 51% of Slovakians think the West and or Ukraine are responsible for the conflict. Half also said the United States posed a security threat to their country. Fico's opposition to arming Ukraine and his support for an immediate negotiated peace echoes the stance of neighboring Hungary. Led by Prime Minister Viktor Orban, both countries have borders with Ukraine. To this point, Slovakia has been an eager military supplier of Ukraine, having donated its entire fleet of 13 Soviet-era uh, um, fighters, as well as S-300 air defense missiles. Aside from ending military aid to Ukraine, FICO has also pledged to veto Ukrainian membership into NATO. In economic sanctions against Russia, Slovakians tend to identify with their Russian Slavic cousins. Fico, who was prime minister between 2006 and 2010 and 2012-2018, has also sounded alarms over a rising tide of migrants traversing Slovakia. Uh, though Fico Smears' party took the most votes, it fell well short of an outright majority, which means it will have to form a governing coalition with other parties. This is uh, the same in most European countries. 
Promisingly, the third place Hilas party is led by FICO's former deputy. Um, expect Washington to take a keen, active interest in these negotiations. As the election tally is finalized, observers are watching two parties on the cost of the 5% threshold required to earn representation. The ultra-nationalist Slavic National Party and the People's Party of Slovakia, whose members cherish Slovakia's Nazi-German subservient, subservient World War II government and use Nazi salutes. So, both are potential members of a FICO-led coalition. Nazism wasn't quite wiped out in Europe, guys. And it's just something that we just normally don't have to deal with and talk about. But now we do because we're in Ukraine, which is the most corrupt European country. And I don't want to talk about these crazy Nazi saluting Hitler people. And you know what? It's so crazy because they keep identifying Republicans as Nazis. Oh, my word. You know where liars go. You know who is not a liar? My boy. You know who my boy is? Give me some Victor Orban all day long. Hungary's Orban decries Orwellian Brussels, which is raping Europe with migration. Come on, Orban, for the win. Double speaking Brussels wages war through the European peace facility and seeks to censor the media using Media Freedom Act. Hungary's Orban says as he accuses the Union of raping Hungary and Poland with a new migration deal being pushed through without consent. So you have Viktor Orban, a veteran of European politics who has led his country on and off since 1998, has voiced his frustration at the direction of the Council of Europe meeting on Friday with his government and like-minded Poland moving to block a joint statement of European states on immigration. The European Union has spent years trying to build a new approach to borders and migrant sharing since the migrant crisis of 2015 made all assumptions and practices obsolete. But a rift remains between open borders countries and that want to spread migration across the whole continent and anti-mass migration nations who don't want functionality unlimited or uh, functionally unlimited arrivals imposed on them. So under Europe's plan, migrants would be redistributed over the continent and any nation that refused to take its share will be hit with considerable fines of 20,000 euros per person. Orban says the situation is getting worse. He said this on Friday, remarking would-be migrants would now um, were now shooting at border guards. Hey, can I come in? This is like Halloween trick or treat. Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. Or I shoot you. No, uh-uh. we don't let you in with the gun. No, 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 honey, child. No, that's not a refugee. That's not how this works. Try to do that in China. On his southern border and criticizing the European Union in its strongest terms for trying to strong arm him into an agreement. He told journalists at the summit that politically it is impossible. Legally, we are, how to say it, we are raped. If you are raped legally, forced to attempt some, accept something that you don't like, it's impossible. Mm. Victor, Moore, uh, Victor Orban here. There is no any chance to have any kind of compromise and agreement on uh, migration. Politically, it's impossible. Not today, generally speaking. For the next years, you know. Because, because legally we are... Uh, how to say it, we are raped. So if you are raped legally, forced to accept something what you don't like, how would you like to have a compromise and agreement? It's impossible. It's impossible. Victor, thank you for giving us that very vivid example. 
Poland has hit similar notes, reports Reuters, noting Warsaw has called the union's migration plan an imposed diktat and said it would reject the plan on security grounds. There is no possibility of distributing illegal migrants without the consent of individual member states. Poland puts a strong veto on such a uh, uh, position, said the Polish Prime Minister Ma Morawiecki. And thank you to our Polish viewers who have allowed us to learn a few pronunciations of a name that seriously does not look like Morawiecki. Okay. I, think, I know I've got that one right. Like Vieta Shidowa. Man, I wish she were there because I practiced so hard to learn to say her name. Brussels diplomats cited by Politico said while Hungary and Poland were strongly against the plan for a joint declaration of the summit, no other nation supported the idea enough to stand up against the idea. So it is it was destined to fail. Nobody cares enough about the declaration to fight for it. Victor Orban for the win. Now, this is the one of the most strange, interesting stories we have this week. <laughs> Putin has claimed that the former Wagner, Wagner chief who we covered on our world news show, and it's just a, a very strange turn of events where we're covering this guy and suddenly he's in the sky and his plane goes down and we all know that Putin took him out and everybody knows it and Putin has to try to come up with kind of excuses. And for Shogun, he says, accidentally killed himself by drunkenly playing with grenades in flight. I don't know who decided that this would be a plausible explanation. This, um, the crash site pictures, um, Biden and France suggest Prashogun jet crash may not have been an accident. Putin says... It's established fact that there are no external impact on the plane, exonerating himself from missile attack on his rival's plane, if true, and that hand grenade fragments were found in the bodies of those killed in the crash, making implicit the view that those on board had accidentally killed themselves by playing with a live grenade while under the influence of drugs and alcohol. These guys who are military... I don't know, are they just a military force to be reckoned with? Don't know how to not use a grenade on an airplane? Are you... Is this real? Putin expressed his regret. The investigation team had not taken the time to do a toxology screening on the remains of the deceased to determine whether alcohol or drugs were present. Implying they were drug users. We all know that the security services found five kilograms of co cocaine in the company's office. That's all I can say, he uh, reportedly concluded. While these fresh claims may be contested internationally, ultimately they cannot be easily disproven as Russia blocked an internal an international investigation. That's a new one. That one is a world news head scratcher. Now... Moving on, if you're in Switzerland, you'll get a prison sentence for saying this. A Swiss writer has been fined and sentenced to 60 days in prison, and I believe I have a picture, so you just can see this guy right. Uh, come on now, I believe you're here, buddy. Here we go. 
Okay, so call a journalist a fat lesbian. Rosie O'Donnell kind of fits the bill. I don't know. Could you call somebody a fat heterosexual? If it fits the bill, they call it. They call Donald Trump names all the time, Mr. Cheeto Man. I don't. But if you are in Switzerland and you call a journalist, what may be accurate? And I don't like the fat world word, so he maybe he could have used you're overweight, and maybe you might not go to jail if you just said overweight or packing a few extra pounds. But obviously, they don't like the F-A-T word either. But it's not F-A-T. What, what's the Swiss word for? You have two different words. Do you have, you have a nice word for being overweight in Switzerland? Is there a Swiss word that you would use instead of fat? You know, fat's not exactly a bad word. If you got the, the fatted calf, there's a P-H-A-T. Yo, that's fat. Maybe he should have just said that instead. All right, so he's going to be fined and sentenced to 60 days in prison for a speech crime that's made international headlines. While Elaine Bennett is a controversial figure, in this instance he was sentenced for defamation, discrimination, and incitement to hatred for calling Catherine Matrilin a fat lesbian on Facebook video two years ago. Oh, my word. Two years ago. Come on now. That ain't fair. When did you decide that this was a crime? It was <laughs> two years. This won't be the first time he served a prison sentence. He was previously jailed in France over his Holocaust denials. That's pretty bad. But should you be jailed for it? No. People can be idiots. They can be schizophrenics. People deny their gender that they're in. People deny facts all the time. You don't get to jail people for the things that they believe and don't believe. They can believe in the fairy tale. They can believe in the Easter money. They can believe that something didn't happen when it truly did. They can be hallucinating, but you don't put somebody in jail if they just don't. They, what does believe mean? I don't know. The Franco-Swiss writer had initially been convicted of defamation at a, at the first instance in 2022 and received a day's fine. However, the Vlad Public Prosecutor's Office lodged an appeal. I didn't know. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that the prosecutor could launch an appeal. That, that stinks. And won the case at the end of last week's appeal. The sentence handed down by the Can Cantonial Court amounts to 60 days imprisonment said Vincent Durau and a spokesperson for the prosecutor's office. The SAS, who celebrated his 65th birthday on Monday, can still appeal to the federal court. Sorrell, whose real name is Alan Bonnet, was on trial for comments he made about a journalist from La Tribune um, after she wrote an article in 2021 that was not to his liking. She posted a video online in which she called the journalist a fat lesbian and a queer activist implying the latter term meant degenerate. He's a repeat offender. According to the public prosecutor's office, these comments are not just defamatory. These are not just words, they are messages. Mr. Sorrell has hatred and contempt for homosexuals. 
Uh, the prosecutor asked for three months imprisonment as part of the penal logic to dissuade the defendant from reoffending. Since Sorrell had already been convicted on some 20 occasions in France, largely for offenses of provocation to hatred and defamation. Though it's shocking to Americans, this type of intolerance and repression is already in the U.S. On some college campuses, Cornell, Cornell Law School professor William A. Jacobson told Fox News Digital, the problem with punishing hate speech is who gets to decide what is hate speech? Could I outlaw just calling everybody fat because I don't like that and I feel that um, it's rude and wrong. I do. I do believe it's mean. So let's just get rid of it. I say no. Don't call people bad names anymore. We've got a couple more videos here. Um, before I move on, I might say goodbye to Facebook for a couple videos so I can do full commentary. But they do have a Rogan video here. We're not commentating on that one or that one. But last week we covered Justin Trudeau's plans to regulate podcasts in Canada. And you have to register. Now, this is if you make like $6 million in revenue, which... I guess Michelle are just Michelle and I are just slightly under the radar on that one. So I guess we're in the clear. <laughs> Canada. So I guess they're aiming this at like who? I guess Jordan Peterson and Rebel News. Anybody else? Like Canadians? And it's oh, but I love how they say, but it's um I think it's gross receipts. So like in Canada, they take like sixty percent of your income, so you could be, but it's, so that would actually be, I mean, like, if they were going at, like, what you actually take home pay, I mean, seriously, you know, Michelle and I really, we wouldn't make it. We would just have to register with the government in Canada. But the idea that any journalists or any podcasters is making a video, maybe, I, I bet it's even, like, the it's got to be the streamers too, right? If they're doing podcasts, I mean, if you're gonna apply this fair, fairly, and I know that there's a lot of video game guys that make a, a heavy chunk of fiat change. Speaking of that, I'm not. We're just gonna play this clip. Don't think that can, they're regulating podcasts in Canada. Oh yeah. yeah, I was reading about what they're doing. It's terrifying. So they want to bring in this bill whereby. They regulate podcasts. So what they want to do is every every uh, podcast uh, streamer or whatever it is platform that makes more than $10 million revenue, not profit, revenue, has to register with the Canadian government. They then want them to hand over information about their content and the people listening <laughs> to their... Right to their oh to the to the government. You imagine Trudeau. getting a hold of Alex Jones' email list. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a bunch of sentences on yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, imagine. Yeah. And then the government can get that. They're talking right now about, and maybe we're going to need to fact check this again because I met, I was reading it this morning. But basically, they want it to promote Canadian. Uh, something to do with like basically what c Canadian greatness, whatever it is, they, they mm -hmm. talk about it and indigenous affairs. And you're like, oh, so they're going to say a number of things are un-Canadian and then you can just silence them. Look what Trudeau, Trudeau, Trudeau did with the truckers. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying. We just well, had one of their guys on to talk about it. Not just the truckers, but people who donated to the truckers got their bank accounts closed. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, well, that is wild. Yeah. You got locked out of all of your money because you donated to a cause where you didn't think that people should have to take an experimental vaccine in order to be able to work to drive a truck. But. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? You get it? You think that's okay? Like, that's so not okay. The fact that those people aren't up in arms. The whole country didn't freak out and demand a, a fucking change. Like, you can't have... That's dictatorship stuff. That's right. what that is. It's Banana Republic stuff. We do these calls with our top supporters, and we have some in Canada. We have this lady who's been supporting us for years. And, she, you know, she's always fine. And in the middle of this thing, she was like, I'm terrified... I c I'm not going to be able to eat because they, they're going to shut down my bank account. God. Right? In Canada. It's so crazy that they think they could do that if people disagree with them. Because that's all they're doing. They're just disagreeing. And they're supporting a protest. It should be, and it was a peaceful protest. Those people did it the right way. They just parked their trucks and they didn't block roads off. They didn't do anything fucked up. But if you frame it that these people, which is how they were being framed as racist far right, well, look, yeah. the, you're giving money to a far right racist organization. You're encouraging hate. Well, well, the government has to step in. We have to step in and we need to freeze everything because we need to make everything safe. What was this most recent apology because they accidentally <laughs> awarded a Nazi? Yeah. Like what, what happened? I think so. I think Zelensky was visiting the Canadian parliament. And they got some guy who was a Ukrainian, inverted commas, war veteran. Turned out he fought for the for the bad guys in that one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they, I don't think like Zelensky or, I, I don't know. Probably he, didn't know. Yeah, you know, he didn't know. But so, so imagine you're sitting in parliament and everyone's like, hey, let's uh, do a, st you know, stand up and, <laughs> and give a round of applause for this war veteran. You're like, ah, and then it turns out you're applauding a Nazi. Yeah. There is that. Trudeau isn't is definitely a dictator and he's not a very good one at that, is he? No, he's really not. He's not a good dictator. He's boring. He's idiotic. I, I'm not a not a fan. Not a fan. Thank you, Joe. Now, this was a particularly is this I got the Lawrence Fox video here. Let me see if got okay. So Lawrence Fox, you guys know that he again. He said he would not sleep with a certain reporter. Now you know these men are all going to jail for saying mean things about women, and I didn't know that this. I didn't know this was a thing. Can we get all the mean things? Can I just call the police and be like, somebody said a mean thing about me? Can you go um, fire them from their job and arrest them and search their apartment? So Lawrence Fox said this. This he said he literally just said. I don't know who would want to sleep with this girl. And um, everybody's all up in arms with the polite British who say so many gross things and are so perverted in all of their jokes. Okay. Say horrible things about Donald Trump and everything. But I guess this one was off limits. And he gets fired from GB News. He's on a show with a guy, Dan, forget his name. And unfortunately, he's caught up in this. And then Calvin Robinson was like, I support these guys. And then he gets suspended. But then the police literally show up at Lawrence Fox's home because he said something not nice. Coming after lots oh, of What? Man. Look how many coppers there are in my house. Look at them. Coming to steal everything, take everything out of my house. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the country that we live in. Coming after lots oh, of 
What? No. Look how many coppers there are in my house. Look at them coming oh. to steal everything, take it's everything out of my house. It's a short video there. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the country that we live in. So, do you guys have any comments on this? Because, Britt Baza, do you know kind of what happened here? Why they, um, why did they search his house? Um, it's very strange to me, and I don't really understand. I'm going to, he's got a video, um, non-crime and punishment. So, let's see what he says here. It's a kind of a longer video. Let's see if he says something right in the beginning so we can figure out what's going on. How are you doing? A little bit to talk about today um first of all a haircut yeah i kind of look i don't know get your hair back i like the <laughs> okay hair where do we start um let's start with yesterday first uh on the roof of the old bailey is a is she called lady justice and um she's got her arms out and she's holding two scales implying that justice is equal and for justice to be done and seen to be done that it has to be applied equally to everybody um so Yesterday, as I'm sure some of you know, morning, I um, got a loud knock at the door. I opened the door and uh, six coppers came barging into my house quite aggressively uh, to um, tell me that I was being charged. Or no, I was, not, I was not being charged. I was being arrested. I don't think I've been charged yet, or if I will, who knows. But I was being arrested for um, inciting people to commit criminal damage and other things like that, sort of pre-crime. Do you know what I mean? Saying that I may even commit criminal damage, uh, as after what I said on a podcast with Marginal Lads. Uh, I, well, at this juncture, definitely like to say that's my view. It's not the it's not the policy of the Reclaim Party. It's just my view. I watch the digital bars go up on the surveillance state, and um, it concerns me hugely. So, my support for freedom fighting to increase liberty, individual human liberty, uh, far supersedes my desire to restrict it. And I believe it's the state's job to protect our freedom, not take it away. And I think that's what the state are doing and have done repeatedly. In my so this is very interesting. Well. So that's why Ofcom is this um, kind of their it's their regulatory agency. And they're the ones that tell GB News or anybody who has a television network, you know, if one of their reporters went over the line. And I guess this was over the line. However, there were some BB News reporters talking about downgrading and, and, and uh, talking about how awful it was for Lawrence Fox to say, I would not sleep with her. And then they proceed to objectify him and ask the question, would you sleep with him? So it's they don't really care. It's just to get him off of air. Dan Wooden's show. Mm -hmm. And he said some terrible things about a female journalist called Ava Evans. And then there were lots of complaints. And then Lawrence Fox was sacked. But Dan Wooten, apparently there's an internal investigation into Dan Wooten. He's the most incompetent broadcaster because Lawrence Fox is saying this stuff and Dan Wooten's just sitting there giggling. He doesn't challenge it. He doesn't agree with it. He just, he doesn't speak. Mm, he just thinks it's funny. More importantly, though, Carol, about yes. Lawrence Fox, would you shag him? <laughs> Is, is uh, Lawrence Fox not a Roald Dahl character? <laughs> no. See, I think I probably would, but that's no... <laughs> Call me Gen X. A difference of opinion is no bar. Who wouldn't you shag, then? Well... <laughs> not that I'm for with a cue or anything. <laughs> so, 
So let me just show you that that is the perversion level that you would expect on the BBC is why I was not allowed to watch it as a kid when they when they would play the British comedies at late night on PBS. Uh, you guys, the public broadcast network used to play uh, British TV shows. And my mom was like, you can't watch them. I'm like, it's PBS. She's like, they're dirty. These dirty British people have these dirty jokes. So they take his dirty joke. They make it even dirtier. Bunch of perverts. And these guys are still on the BBC. Because it only goes one way. Do you understand how this narrative works? One way. One way in, one way out. Okay? That's it. Okay, guys. So as you know, it's a time of our show when there's a few things that we may like to tell you and talk about. But we want to be a little bit freer. So we go to the Rumble. And Michelle is going to hopefully come up with a little thing that I can press that says, let's get ready to rumble. Dun, 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 dun. And then that's your cue, all you books of the facers, to head over to rumble. We're going to talk a little bit about the jab, maybe a bit about Portugal's Miss America, who maybe should be a Mr. America. Let's talk about that a little bit. And then uh, Bill Gates on his death panels and one more clip I've got with Klaus Schwab. Of course, you love our favorite evil villain talking about the ending of car ownership. And I don't believe that he means we're going to horses. Also, one last clip I've got with the first legal uh, battle kind of won in the UK for freedom of speech to disagree with critical race theory. So let's dive into those over on Rumble. So if you're on Facebook, let me check over here if we've got any comments. Uh, watching you from PA. For some reason, my commenter, I'm losing all your comments and I'm only getting like the last four. So I'm not over on Facebook. For some reason, my commenter is not commenting properly. Oh, there we go. I just had to redo the page. All right. So if you guys want to join me over there in Rumble, let's discuss some of these things. Now, remember, before we head over to Rumble... We don't really have any sponsors. We don't. But we've got three that we promote. Just three. You know why? Because the pillow man needs our help. So go over to my pillow. Use promo code RC. Now, forgive me because I believe we have RC as our promo code everywhere except for the Founder's Bible, which is Resistance Chicks because Brad didn't want us to be the chicks. And, um... I believe that a bridey on it's the chicks. So I'm sorry if we have so many promo codes, but it's RC at my pillow. Go get some towels for Christmas. Go get some sheets. Go get your slippers. Okay, the fuzzy little slippers. It's getting kind of warm out or cold out, and I can't wait to get my my slippers out because they're like little shoes. They have memory foam in them, and you can wear them outside if you want to. I just wear them around the house because I don't like to bring in all the crud. So what I do is in the summer, what do I do? I got my cool little uh, sandals that I've got from my pillow. Wearing those outside, taking them off when I come in, really easy to wash off. My my slippers when I when I come home, taking off the gruddy shoes. We don't want to walk in our houses in our shoes. Get your family my slippers so they can walk around the house. It feels kind of like a shoe. It gives you the bounce of a shoe, and they're nice and warm and fuzzy. If you love your loved one, you get them the, the slippers. And if you really love your, your friends and family or neighbors, you get them the towels for Christmas. So head on over there, use RC. Now, we love to promote Vicky Natali. Why do we do it every show? Because we, we love it. We love her products. Okay, number what do we got here, Michelle? We've got the uh, full spectrum hemp 
uh, extract. And Michelle's going to be like, hey, Leah, do you know how to hit the buttons? Maybe. There's like 500 of them, Michelle. There we go, though. I think I got that one. I got to hit the whoop, whoop. There, I got it. You're going to go over, use promo code RC. Uh, the extreme terpenes. You know somebody has some back problems. You know so I have some with hip problems, any sort of like arthritis. Give this a try. This is CBD oil. These terpenes, whatever she's done, she's prayed over it. She's got three kinds, CBD, C CBC, and CBG. This stuff is miracle stuff. Listen, we want miraculous healings, but then God has stuff. This does not get you high. It just, I don't know, lubricates your joints. It's absolutely amazing. And for your doggies with the hip dysplasia and different things like that, get in the dog shoes. We used to give them to our dogs who have the hip, hip problems and the hip dysplasia. I used uh, CBD tinctures for them, and I used CBD chews. Really help. Does it cure? I don't know. Actually, yeah, because when my back went out, I took a dropper full of that. Boom, I'm back. On, I, I took two. Doom, doom. I think I did two. Um, and my back came back. And then she's got a whole facial line for men and for men and women. I use the facial scrub. I love the sugar scrub. I love the mask. But every single day, listen, I use the Flawless Face Serum. If you husbands, get your get your wives a little kit um, uh, with the Flawless Face Serum and the body uh, and, the, and the facial scrub. And it's just, it makes your face feel like you're a million dollars. So check that out. And the lotions are amazing for your hand and for your body. So check that out. Now, last but not least, we are going into economic collapse. And you know it and I know it. So what are you going to do? You're going to ITM trading. You know you are. Okay. You're going over to ITM trading. You're going to give them a call. 1-866-950-7776. Where World War III is happening. The BRICS nations are going over to. We covered this majorly on Friday. They are um, they're all getting going back on gold, getting getting back by gold. We should be back by gold. Really watch our episode on Friday. We really broke this down because we got to do a really amazing class uh, with teenagers, 17 and 18-year-olds on – We were it was a class on Constitution. And we're like, you know what? Let's do half on Constitution, half on constitutional money. And we were just like, you know what? As soon as we were in the room, we read the room. We're like, let's talk about the Federal Reserve. They had never heard about it. Let's talk about gold and silver as real money. That Afterwards, you're like, how do I get gold and silver? How do I invest? How do I start using it? How do we change the situation? The look on their face, it was like, you know, climate change, you guys, that's really scaring kids. Michelle scared the bejeebies out of these kids, but it, in a good way, because they do need to call. We told them, call your congressman. 23 states are changing it over to make gold and silver legal tender. Because you know what? This says a dollar. I should only have to pay taxes. If I want to pay you, if I want to pay you $100, I give you three or four of these. Okay, you know Catherine Austin Fitz has a has a website where you can um, do the right uh, trading because she's encouraging you. Lynette's encouraging you. We're encouraging you. Let's start trading with these. Let's start paying with this. Let's get out of their system. Good money uh, pushes away bad money. Let it, let's get out of their system. So if you've got retirement accounts, where are you going? You're going to ITM Trading. Give them a call. They'll help you with your wealth shield. They'll help you uh, with food trade, barterability. Uh, they're not just a gold and silver dealer okay and that's not what they're doing and that's not what we're trying to get you to do listen you got a ton of money i don't know which how much gold you should get how much silver you should get how much land you should get but they know what they're doing lynette over there itm trading is doing it she's a she's a she's the man she's a woman over there all right so that's where you guys are headed
I'm going to keep that there for a minute. So, book face, where are you going to be? You're going to rumble. Here we go. Boom. Gone. So, where are we going, Facebookers, non-Facebookers? We're going over here. Where are we at? We're going right. Right? Sorry. Okay. Miss Portugal. <laughs> is a dude. She is a man. There's no she here. And the fact that these little ladies are cheering this on, like what kind of world? She just, this man stole your crown. I do not understand how we are letting men come in and stealing our crowns. Look at her, five feet above everybody else with the crown on. Look, it's a he. Look at those man hands. Dude is a man. It's 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 a man. Why are they doing this? You know why? Because men don't have hips and men have skinny little legs. And you know what? They're cheating. Put breast implants on a man with no hips and skinny little legs and then have him grow out hair and then they get to win Mrs. Stinkin' America? That ain't fair. I don't think it's fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. You ladies, this is where these, this is where these people, this is where this goes. Come on. All right, Bill Gates says the uh, quiet part out loud. He's making because of very, very high medical costs and a lack of willingness to say, you know, is spending a million dollars on that last three months of life for that patient, would it be better not to lay off the, those 10 teachers and to make that trade up in medical costs? But that's called the death panel, uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. He says, in the near future, such panels will be needed to end the lives of sick and unhealthy people due to very, very high medical costs. Well, I just looked at the um, your budget, and you got $2 trillion of deficit. Y'all are not trading off teachers for nothing. Okay, and plus, my property taxes pay for your stupid teachers. So it's all a bunch of bunk. You're lying out your wazoo. Mr. Death Panel, man, eugenicist. What do we always say? Start with yourself first, buddy. Oh, he has his money. He has his jet. It's his guilty pleasure is to own a fleet of jets and rent them out. Why are we listening to this guy? Everybody's got to call this dude out. And you know what? In the name of Jesus, I call you out, Bill Gates. I shut your mouth. I get rid of your property. In Jesus' name, we take back all your property. You're going to go, you are a worm worth, you, you should be in, you, you are a worm. And you know what? You should probably go get your hands in some dirt and live on two pennies a day. Give all of your money away. Start farming. I'll give you a quarter an acre. And that's what you can have. And grow all your own food on it and leave the rest of us alone. How about that? Shut your mouth, you death panel freak. All right. I did. Klaus Schwab announces the end of car ownership. You will use an app like Uber, but not anymore to call some driver. Okay, We meet go. for the 20th. I hope I will have the yes, pleasure yes. still to be invited for yes. the meeting. When Does he spit on people when he talks like that? It, it sounds like he's really getting some snot going, some back, back like throat phlegm. We meet for the 20th governance summit. Look at the smiles of these people. Yeah, you will right. use the app. Where is he? Like Uber. Uber. But not anymore. Um, camels for these people or anything? Can we just go back to camels? No, no, because of what? You know what those camels in Saudi Arabia eat? A bunch of hay grown in, like, Colorado. It's so unsustainable. You guys need to plant some trees there in Saudi Arabia and ask God to uh, replenish your land. Because it used to be, like, Iraq 
used to be a, a gar- like the Garden of Eden. You need to pray and plant some trees, I'm telling you. To call some driver, but uh, yeah. automatically guided car, a self-driven car, will come to your hotel or wherever you are and will bring you to the airport. No, Los Angeles is one of the cities with the heaviest traffic who told me in 2030, Los Angeles will be private car driven free. And this private car, heaviest traffic. No, Los Angeles is one of the cities with the heaviest traffic who told me in 2030, Wow, that's like not long. Six years, you're going to literally have... Los Angeles will be... Los LA will be private car driven free. We lived in the LA area for three months. You um, you can't get anywhere. Took five hours to go from Simi Valley to... Where were we headed? Carson? Back and forth? Carson City? The city of Carson. I'm a word. Private car driven free. And this will allow to transform highways into parks. I want to. I don't. I don't want to smoke what he's smoking. But he is so high. He, there's no parks in this world that they are creating. It's all just one world government. There's no parks here. This is this is the island, the movie The Island, where they tell you that when you leave the island, you go live the great life and you all you all want to be there. So yeah, these driverless cars or whatever, ownerless cars. I'm not for cars. I hate traffic. I'd like to see the camels moving around, the horses, but this isn't gonna happen and you're not turning. <laughs> The only way you're turning, you know what? Let's 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 go back to what you're talking about. Highways into parks, not going to happen, by the way. Um, act of God. I hope I hope that happens. But you have to turn it into a green space, which would mean grass, which would mean we could take horses places then, right? Because right now we can't take horses places on roads because they can't stop and eat the grass. <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy's insane. All right. So, good news in the UK. Freedom of speech is winning here. You're allowed to talk against critical race theory. In what is believed to be a legal first here in the UK, a judge has ruled that disagreeing with critical race theory is actually a belief protected by law. Sean Corby, an employee of ACAS, oh, took Earth the organization Aaliyah, to... Earthalia, Earthalia, screen share, screen share. Thank you. I wasn't. Lord, I'm so sorry. I just got to the comments. You didn't get to see him. You only got to hear the comment. It was like, I guess you had to pretend like you guys were on doing a podcast with, with Scott. He doesn't have video. Employment tribunal after he was instructed to delete to comments on a Yammer that were. Stop, 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 stop. Hold the, hold the, hold the door. You didn't get to see him. I'm so sorry. Where is he? Here he is. Here he is. Sorry, sorry. Come on now. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay, there he is. That's a dude. Look at the hands. And the happy that these women look, it's like, you just lost to a dude. 
This is not a fair fight. Okay. So sorry about that, guys. You know what Klaus Schwab looks like, so I don't have to bring up that ugly monster again, do I? In what is believed to be a legal first here in the UK, a judge has ruled that disagreeing with critical race theory is actually a belief protected by law. Sean Corby, an employee of ACAS, took the organisation to an employment tribunal after he was instructed to delete comments on a yammer that were critical of Black Lives Matter and the theory behind it. Corby argued that a better approach to addressing racism was to follow the ideas of Martin Luther King, who said that people should be judged by the content of their character rather than the colour of their skin. The judge ruled that Corby's comments were indeed protected by the Equalities Act as they were classed as a religion or belief in the same way that the views of Corby's colleagues who found his remarks offensive were also protected. So joining me now is the man at the centre of this dispute, Sean Corby. Sean, thanks ever so much for joining us. Uh, this is a, a landmark case, as we have seen. Could you just tell us, first of all, when you expressed your opposition uh, to critical race theory, what was the response that you got at work? Um, well, it wasn't just a case of expressing the opposition. It was, it was expressing um, an alternative as well. Um, so I posted eight... I was instructed to remove eight posts of articles that I shared on, the, on Yammer, which is an internal, um, like an, an intranet uh, group. And um, those included a quote by... Aisha Akambi, who's a um, commentator, uh, British uh, stylist of, of Nigerian descent. Um, an article by Iana Salarin Iman, um, and a picture and a link to a biog of Howard Thurman, um, who was the um, somewhat of a mentor to Martin Luther King. I presented these articles and then in some positive comments that I received to them, um, I commented that, yes, I believe that the, the way of Martin Luther King was preferable to um, that of uh, Black Lives Matter, critical race theory. And the essence of my posts and the comments and the essence of my philosophical beliefs in relation to race um, really against any form of segregation, separatism, um, and ethno-nationalism, so any kind of seeing everything through a, a, a race prism or fixation. I was told to remove them. Um, I wasn't really given any reason why for, for a substantial amount of time. Then it transpired that four colleagues um, who were... In so this guy posts things critical to critical race theory, and he gets fired, but he won. He won. He won the case. And so we have we have a little bit of freedom of speech there, and it's it's uh, kind of it's a good win, and we're we're happy for that. We do have some good news here. Now, I'm going to go back to some of these comments. You guys are cracking me up, so I'm going to back up just a little bit because we're having a very good time, just you and me, and a thousand, two thousand other people. Um, all right, Orange Man, bad, pleasing, plum. Orban is the Trump of Europe. This is why Brexit happened. Orban is the man. So back to talk about Victor Orban. Trudeau is uh, a fruit to boot um, about the honoring the Nazi. They meant it to be in your face. That was when they honored the Nazi in the Canadian Parliament, and they knew what they were doing. Um, so uh, he spoke truth, and the woke mob couldn't handle it. I believe maybe you're talking about Lawrence Fox. 
Exactly. It's to shut people up. Control. Britt Baza from the UK says, Leah, unfortunately, the people have been told to the police have been told to investigate hate crime, although no crime has been committed. This is with Lawrence. It's basically been left over from the last labor government has been abused by the left mainstream media. Uh, who use the laws against the people. Leah, British humor is basically called double intentry. What Can you give me an English word? And I mean like American. Intendre, which means, okay, here it is. It has two meanings, but the new leftist mainstream media abuse this. Okay. Hello from Florida. Humor and use it to their own ends. Any right-wing humor is canceled out. Uh, Nana says, I just started a rumble this time. Welcome. Poor Mike. That's Mike uh, Lindell. He's just a godly patriot. Is ITM trading? Is it for poor people? No. <laughs> this is straight up honest with you. No. No, it's not. Uh, it's for people who have. And you know what? Some some may be paycheck to paycheck poor, but you've got a ton in your savings and your retirement account. So that would be for you. It's for people who have savings and retirement accounts who want to switch over to using uh, to, to solid money because the stock market's going to crash. I know this. I've, se- I've felt it. My grandma was a GM. I know God had us go through this. We lost as a family, collective family, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I don't know how much something it was in the it was six figures over uh, of of uh retirement money that my mom my grandma had in uh gm and she died uh in that year and we watched it go it down to zero um we were trying to tell my other uncle sell it now sell it now right uh, i think we did get a few shares out a few shares out before it went to zero but it was a bloodbath and if they're not stable but gold and silver they're stable so head over there with your retirement accounts if you just want to do what we do and just get a little bit of gold and silver to put by, which everybody can do. Everybody can do what we do. We go to SD Bouillon. SD Bouillon, we grab a, we grab uh, some junk silver. We get the uh, silver eagles. And uh, that's what we do. And when we're feeling particularly wealthy, we may buy small slivers of gold because gold is where it's at. Okay. Uh, it would be great if I had a uh, some gift that felt like a million dollars. I our girlfriend that's felt like a million million dollars. I'd swap her for a massive house in a Ferrari. Yeah, right. Um, I love the way you explain the gold and silver and good gold, good money. Thank you, Jesus. And then here, you know, this is how Leah teases us. Sorry about the videos. I see all of that. Uh, we need blinkers for the comments to catch your attention. Yes, that would be nice. That would be great if you could just like somebody in my ear. Um, Mossad knew of the attacks and allowed it to happen. This is what Sunston says. Uh, Mossad has agents inside Hamas and ISIS. They knew. Time will tell why. I have heard that as a theory going around. Uh, SD Bunyan is great if you don't have much. Save up. Yes, thank you. And, and we got to see Sherry this weekend, and she gave us a really cool round from uh, SD Bunyan with some, like, Hebrew on it. It's very awesome. All right, so I do have one last video for you guys over here. Uh, I do have one or two. Let's see what I've got up here. Neil Oliver, that's a happy one. If Do I have the vaccine one I had up? Let me see. I had one on um, vaccine regret. The distressing moment for Dr. John Campbell is he realizes all the videos he made on the vaccine trials were irrelevant because nobody was told the shot they were getting was different to the one in the trials. No one was given informed consent. Everyone was duped. Everybody in the UK and around the world got these process two lots. Now, nobody was informed about this. I mean, I'm sure you didn't hear anything about this. And even though it's in the Pfizer protocol, nobody was told that they're actually getting a product that is different than the one 
that the uh, clinical trial was run on. And so what that means, essentially, is that nobody could have given informed consent because they were kept in the dark about this, right? You could have followed every ins, all of the ins and outs of the clinical trial reports. You could have read the New England Journal of Medicine study. You could have known about the relative risk versus the absolute risk, everything. And you still would have been in the dark. You still would not have been able to give your full inf informed consent. And that's, that's a real egregious um, a violation of, of, of people's basic you know, rights and dignity under established uh, treaties and the Nuremberg Code. You know, that's what I did, Josh. I, I looked at the Pfizer reports at the time. I looked at the initial trial data and um, I found it convincing. It, it was and it I, I had I, I had I had two Pfizer vaccines and a Moderna vaccine based on that. And now where it, where it, now it appears that the clinical trials I was reading was a different product what I was injected with. That makes me feel and this is not speculating. I feel I feel pretty bad about that. Um, furious, certainly. But I, I, it's it's. But it's just very concerning that, as you say, I, it appears I didn't give informed consent. It's, um, yeah, I, I feel I feel uh, I feel quite bad about that. It's uh, well, you, were, you know, I mean, you could make the argument that you were you were defrauded, right? There is a. Are you familiar with the the term bait and switch? No. This is a this is a sales tactic where you advertise oh. some amazing product you yeah, advertise yeah, yeah. an amazing product somebody comes into the store to buy it and you say well actually we're all out of that but we've got this other thing that's just just like it that we can give you right which is probably of lesser quality uh, more profitable for the person selling it to you right this is a fraudulent business practice right now I, we i don't want to we could go you know we don't even have to go so far as to say that this is actually what pfizer willingly and knowingly did but i could definitely see the similarities here hmm. no you, you you're only explained to me what bait and switch means that's all but 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 now, now you explain that i have worked in certain countries where i have come across this practice <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but no, no, that is, um, yeah, you know, informed consent is just so crucial, isn't it? Oh yeah, you know, to me personally, and and I am. You know, um, I mean, I, I was making know. videos based on this data at the time. That that's even more distressing than the risk to me personally. Um, All right, so there is that, and you guys can make of it what you will. Uh, there is one other video circulating uh, from Epoch Times here. In Malaysia, it's a country in Southeast Asia. Showing that these are the deaths that happened. The vaccine didn't save any lives. And in Malaysia, it's a country in Southeast Asia. Scientists wanted to study what happened to the overall death rate during the pandemic. The deaths clearly increased. But look, this is where the pandemic was declared. And this is when the vaccine program rolled out. Same thing happened in nine other countries. Here's Australia. Ah, uh, you know what, Michelle? I don't even know if Michelle's watching right now. But <laughs> Sherry, 
Isaiah 4110 has my phone number. These are the deaths that happened in Malaysia. It's a country in Southeast Asia. Scientists wanted to study what happened to the overall death rate during the pandemic. The deaths clearly increased, but look, this is where the pandemic was declared and this So obviously my mom isn't watching either because I normally get like a bang bang with her foot. I'm flying blind. This is when the vaccine program rolled out. Same did I screech here? Did I hit the screech here? Tell me I did. Okay. Ha! Same thing happened in ah. nine other countries. Here's Australia. We're having fun today. New Zealand. The Philippines. Singapore. Thailand. After studying over a dozen countries in the Southern Hemisphere, the scientists concluded that after 13 and a half billion COVID vaccines that were given out worldwide, 17 million people lost their lives from vaccines alone. And the death rate data for the elderly was just shocking. Welcome to Frontline Health, I'm Dan Skorbak. In a new report that's yet to be peer-reviewed, Canadian scientists looked at the pandemic from a thousand-foot view. They wanted to see how much the pandemic affected all-cause mortality. You see, the virus can kill in many ways, not just from the visible infection symptoms. If you want to find the real cause of death, you have to dissect each and every single person who died for any reason mm. and looked at the body under a microscope. Then you can see if they died from COVID or not. On the other hand, the authors explained you can look at the big picture, the metadata, meaning look at the all-cause mortality which basically means that the scientists remove the reasons for the deaths and look at death itself as a measure. Did more people die in this period of time? Then it's easy to tell if our approach to solving a pandemic worked on a population level or it didn't. So the best way to measure what happened during the pandemic is to look at all-cause mortality. And these scientists were also interested in how the data turned out during another event, specifically during the rollout of COVID-19 vaccines. You see, their initial research showed some shocking correlations between vaccine rollout and people dying. But some people argued that it might be just a seasonal effect. For example, the vaccines were rolled out in some countries in January and February, and that coincides with the flu season. So this time, the scientists looked at a much larger subset of data and measured what happened in the countries that had vaccines rolled out in different seasons, even during summer, which is way outside the flu season. So let's look at the report. First, they found that in all countries that were included in their analysis, all-cause mortality increased every time the COVID-19 vaccines were deployed. Second, ah, nine out of the 17 countries that. had no detectable excess death right what? after the March 11th, 2020 event. What? That's when the World Health Organization declared the pandemic. And these countries didn't have excess deaths up until the COVID-19 vaccination campaign began. Mm -hmm. Third, unprecedented peaks in all-cause mortality were observed in January and February 2022. This coincided with or followed the rollout of boosters in 15 of the 17 countries studied. And what? while it was winter in North America, in those months it was summer in most of the South America. So the flu season was not a factor there at all. Four, excess all-cause mortality during the vaccination period beginning January 2021 was 1.74 million deaths across all ages and countries. Oh! That makes it one death for every 800 injections. Oh! And five, the vaccine dose fatality rate increased exponentially with age. 
reaching almost 5% among those 90 years and older who received a fourth vaccine dose, which translates to 1 in 20 deaths from COVID vaccines among the elderly. Dennis Rancourt, one of the authors of the study, told the Epoch Times in an email that, quote, there is no evidence in the hard data of all-cause mortality of a beneficial effect from the COVID-19 vaccine rollouts. No lives were saved. Researchers also looked for a counterexample. Maybe there were places that showed that COVID-19 vaccines improved the all-cause mortality, but they could not find a single country with such trends. According to the report, data from numerous countries such as India, Australia, Canada, Israel, and the United States show a similar phenomenon. The peaks in all-cause mortality coincide with booster rollouts every time. Every in the time. United States specifically, deaths were prominent in the 25 to 64 age group in 21 states, coinciding with a rapid surge in vaccines given during the vaccine equity campaigns launched uh, by regulatory agencies. Uh, Researchers estimated that the United States had about 160,000 excess deaths uh, in that age group during a period where over 60 million COVID-19 vaccine doses were given out. So uh, if your friend or family member is thinking about or being pressured into getting a COVID- Come on now. Ah, oh, we know how that went down. All right, I have. Some, I, I I like to leave with a little. Leave us with a little Neil Oliver, um, talking about life, life and is. and death panels and um, life is worth it. Let's fight for life. If you if you open the door to accepting that some lives aren't worth living, hmm. even when even when the person whose life that is says quite the contrary here. even when that person says my life not, may not seem like much to you but i want to live it yeah when you when you open the door to some people being able to say to some other people mm -hmm. your life isn't worth it and so we can take that life away from you mm -hmm. that is the that's the road to hell mm. you know you that only works until the day comes when whoever decides that your life is not worth living. And you might say, oh, hang on a second. My life is very much worth living. Mm -hmm. Did you stand by while those other lives were deemed not worth living? Yeah. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Because I, to be quite honest with you, I could see their point. Mm -hmm. Ah, so you think sometimes the life is not worth living. Mm. Mm -hmm. And, and in the, that in there is the banality of evil. I mean, that's a, you know, Hannah Arendt wrote about the, the trial of Adolf Eichmann, who was one of the bureaucrats, architects of the final solution, so-called, the, the, the mass extermination of the Jewish people. And he argued that I was only doing my job. Yeah. I didn't actually touch anyone. I didn't, uh -huh. I didn't put a bane in anyone or put anyone. I didn't, uh -huh. I didn't kill anyone. I just made the trains run. And I just was very efficient at making sure large numbers of people were, were got to certain destinations at the right time to facilitate mm -hmm. everything else that happened. And the, and that was what Hannah Arendt called the penalty of evil. But people mm -hmm. think, oh, it wasn't my fault. I was, what could I do? I'm just one person. That's the banality of evil. I was only being orders. I was what can I do? I'm just one person. And I think that kind of goes back to our main topic today. What can I do? I'm just one person. I can't fix this Israeli-Palestinian conflict. I see, you know, in the comments that most of you have caught on to the whole Jesus save us narrative rather than the whole eh, let's fight one against another. I love you guys. Um, Lender says British culture is being wiped out. People are not happy about being replaced. Um, let's see. A couple more. 
no back to um all this crt is basically only used inside the m25 circle and in the metropolitan elite where i am in real uk we all laugh at it for its stupidity that's great love that michelle are you seeing this doggy diapers next time leah needs help haha -ha. you guys are funny could you please share the screen could you please share the screen yeah seems like illegal outward doctors uh really new but push the jabs we all love you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't make mistakes just so you tell me that I love you. We'll have to go back and re-listen to this part so I can take notes. I put in the Epoch Times right there in the chat, you guys. It's Mass Faith 3 because that was our YouTube channel. They won't let me fix how I comment on um, Rumble because our YouTube channel was Mass Faith 3. Michelle's initials, my middle name. There was three of us with our mom. It was an old email address. Um, you guys still know that if you want to contact us, you can contact us at massfaith33 at gmail.com. And don't you like that I left this ITM trading ad up the entire time? Because that's how I roll. Subliminal messaging, right? Get, in, get on the gold and silver. All right, you guys. We love you. God loves you. I have no idea where my sister is. She should be in the, in the chat. I don't know what she's doing right now. Probably talking to somebody, setting people free. We went over. We had an amazing time at the revival last night. Pastor Devonese was in the house. Uh, Isaiah uh, 4110 was there. We had other viewers there. If you were there, big hugs to you all. It was powerful. The glory of God fell. Lisa Schwartz's amazing ministry, Crazy 8 Ministries. You know, she. Uh, you can talk to one of her counselors. If you guys want to go deep into uh, some counseling, uh, you know, we've got our ministry that's been taking some of your emails. Call You can call Lisa and her ministry, Crazy 8 Ministries. Her counselors are taking uh, calls. Um uh, Glad Tidings is taking calls. Now, in just a little bit, come back, come back, come back, because we're going to have Brian and Alicia on from Glad Tidings. We're going to talk about this week. So exciting. I'm going to bring up one more link for you guys, because what are you guys going to listen to this week? This is so cool. Okay, so I, you guys want to know how to do deliverance. You guys want to know how to get people free from mental abuse, trauma, demons. Okay, we have a free, 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 free seminar for you guys glad tidings is allowing us to restream this and we're gonna have brian and leash come on to tell you what this is gonna be about don't go anywhere yet don't go anywhere don't go don't go don't go don't go don't go okay don't go anywhere just yet because they have this conference this week on spiritual warfare and deliverance for the high places how can we fix israel how can we fix these things we're going to the high places we're tearing these things down brian and alicia going on tonight to discuss the fact that we are going to be able to stream these things now what they do is they normally just stream it live okay so let me put this in the chat okay they normally stream this live don't go anywhere stay 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 i probably should have done this on um Facebook. Don't go anywhere. Click on that link. Everybody click on that link. Get that link. Uh, it is churchofgladtidings.com forward slash deliverance dash Isaiah dash 61. So just go to um, churchofgladtidings.com. Okay. So I put that in the chat. So I'm going to bring it up. We're going to click on it ourselves. I'm going to screen share. Yes, ma'am. I am. Yes, ma'am. I am totally screen sharing there. Boom. I see. That's Neil Oliver. Tell me I didn't screen share in the right place. Hang on. But at least I checked first, right? Okay, so Neil, you are being replaced. No, I'm chasing with the link that I just had. This is me. Lord, have mercy on my soul. Why did I, I don't even know where that came, came from. Hang on. I'm coming back to the chat. I'm coming back to my Rumble chat, which would be in which this screen. Give me one second. 
I'm grabbing my own link here. Church of Glad Tidings. Boom. Copy. Of course, I needed to know this. My sister is going to be like watching me back. And what if you, Leah, can I leave you in charge? Can you do this? Yes, I can. Here I am. Boom. All right. So spirit conference on spiritual warfare and deliverance. So what are we going to do? Guess what, guys? You can watch this live on their website, churchofgladtidings.com, deliverance-isaiah-61. And the conference, um, here's the schedule. All right. So tomorrow, it's just tomorrow night is uh, session one at 7 p.m. Pastor Dave, beautiful theories versus ugly facts, part one. And then it's Tuesday through Fridays, nine till like ever. Okay. And they have a lunch break in there and a dinner break in there. Uh, you've got um, under the influence. There's uh, Cheryl is going to be doing uh, a personal testimony. That's Pastor uh, uh, Dave's wife. Strongholds of rejection. Hey, circle that 3.30 at 1, 3.30 on Tuesday. Who needs strongholds of rejection? How about 7 o'clock, recognizing hindering spirits? How about 9 a.m., you're going to be casting out demons, learning a New Testament case for delivering demons, baby. Tearing down strongholds, weeding your garden, stronghold of deception, cultivating a mind to fight. What? We need that? Come on, y'all. Thrones of the soul, kingdom, living, strongholds of anxiety. Weapons of warfare, part one, part two, part three. I am loving this so much. It's not all day, every day. Uh, like it looks like just uh, on Monday, it's going to be at nine and then or at seven. And then the last day uh, on Friday, the last session is going to be at 11, but full days there in between. Now, what what's so cool about this is we are going to be restreaming this on our platform on Rumble. And what they normally do is just do it live and then you go and you buy the series once they've um, edited, clipped it, and then they offer it in their bookstore for you can buy. But guess what? For this week, we are going to be able to keep it up on our Rumble channel for a whole week. And then if you want to buy the series, you can then wait for them to clip it and put it in their bookstore and go buy the whole series. But right now for this week, they just want you to have this information. They want you to know spiritual warfare. You guys know Brian and Alicia. They were the spiritual just tag team husband and wife. They've got six kids, I believe, five daughters, one son, uh, a lot of estrogen in that house. But, uh, Pastor, Pastor Brian and Alicia were there at Bards Fest just doing hands-on ministry. I'm still getting your emails from everybody saying they prayed for me. It was spot on. They would just do this like, um, just like kamikaze prayer and deliverance. Awesome team. Um, and they may, they may, you guys, be doing some traveling ministry. And we're talking, we're in kind of talks of possibly Brian and Alicia doing some traveling to you guys where you're at. You know, if Michelle and I can't come, if um, Scott can't come, they have a different ministry than we do. They operate in a prophetic and anointing and deliverance. You guys could, you know, fly them into your church, fly them into your house and do some of that and open open that up and uh, do some do some ministry for your town, for your city. So we're, we're looking to to send them out amongst you guys, the Bards and the Resistance Nation, to, so they can do some hands-on deliverance and prayer for you guys. Um, so we're looking to do that. But in the meantime, equipping the saints for the work in the ministry, it continues. Bards is not over. We are all going to be doing this um, not in person. We're all going to be watching this online, and the power of God's going to hit us, and we're going to learn some things. And we're going to do it as a group, and I, it's kind of a little bit required viewing. 
Um, and we want to teach you guys deliverance. We want to teach you guys and uh, demonic deliverance. It's going to be awesome. So I'm excited for that. And look for that tonight. We're going to have Brian and Alicia on talking about deliverance and uh, prayer ministry and possibly joining Resistance Chicks for a, maybe a show once a week where they teach you guys these things. And I'm really excited about that. So, all right, join us tonight. That's what I'm excited about. Great show as always. Uh, praise God. Thank you. Is this thing on? What what thing? Okay. Uh, Michelle's coming in to say goodbye. You coming in to say goodbye? I'm signing off. Okay, goodbye. All right. We love you guys. God loves you. We're praying for Israel. We're praying for, what are we praying for? We're praying for all evil to cease, the wickedness to cease, divisiveness to cease. We're praying for the demonic activity in Israel and in Palestine to cease, for everybody to come to get to know the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And you know what? I'm praying for Christmas time in Israel and in Palestine to be centered on love, joy, and peace, and Jesus, our Savior, our King, our Lord, in Jesus' name. And you smell like the outside. Which I is nice like and fresh. Inside. You're like, fresh. you're nice, fresh, and clean. Oh, do you want to tell them what we did this morning? We talked on the phone, prayed for two hours. No, with the kids. Oh my gosh, we had brunch with the kids that got filled with the Holy Ghost last night. Last night, night we had this revival, and the our neighbors held the neighbors who held the revival. Uh, they didn't have their prayer language yet. The the men, uh, yeah. the the dad, uh, Brent, we and these amazing kids. Uh, we already did because uh, we did some back stuff. Uh, these amazing kids and we're like, Hey, you guys got your prayer language like yet. And they've been hosting these revivals. They didn't have their prayer language. So we huddled all together. The, the anointing was still there. The power of God fell and it was like, boom, 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 boom. Six kids, five kids speaking in tongues. Well, many kids speaking in tongues, but five new kids speaking in tongues and the dad and everybody and the glory is falling. These kids are groaning in the spirit, weeping in the spirit and they go inside and the, and the kids are like, mom. The power of God. And so they invited us over this morning because the kids were so excited. They're like on a high. Like, can you invite them over for breakfast? So they had this big spread of like biscuits and like, uh, I've never seen, I've only seen bacon like this at a buffet. Yeah, it was like really she's nice. got like sausage. bacon and sausage and she's making Potatoes. homemade biscuits and gravy. She's like, you guys went to brunch and we're like, we're there. But I was there for you the message. Eat. I didn't, I, I didn't eat the breakfast, but it looked good. Uh, we don't eat breakfast. So it I was a big deal for me to it eat was, it. But, but it was so good. It was so good it. you needed it. Uh, it was awesome. But the kids wanted to talk about what God so is doing. The, so, so we've got Kate, Cantrell's part due right down the street. So Caitlin already told Catherine all about it today at church. Awesome. Yeah, because Caitlin was there. Our friend Caitlin was there. So super. It was, and she it was made amazing. a friend with Pastor Devonese's spiritual daughter. Yeah. We're making hookups. There was a lady that, that uh, drove down from Michigan. Sherry, is she here <laughs> right now? <laughs> their granddaughter you. and Paisley Sherry Kula if you ever see her in the chat she was there she came all the way from Michigan I wanted to spend more time with her actually love you guys that I didn't get to spend more time so the next time we have we're going to continue to have these revivals I'm telling you because you, and you want know what we're going to do and I'm ready for it you know what we're going to do Woo! we're going to have a chicken butcher revival okay we're going to butcher chickens and then we're going to have revival at the end well let me we can do that but we are going to be butchering chickens and we are going to invite but th that has to be limited because of space so we have to have some sort of shine-up sheet for the chicken bush. You think that many people bush. are going to come for the shine-up sheet? I think we do need to have a sign-up sheet. Shine-up sheet. So, uh, and plus, I'm not I'm not actually personally giving my address out, like, online. Right. No, it's so, not like, show up. You got to, like, say, I'm so, coming. And, like, I almost want to do, like, a registration, like... Um, you need to send your social security number, a copy of your birth certificate, employment status, and your home address, cell phone, but mother's we'll have, maiden name. If you guys are interested, in about a week, like two weeks from now, we're going to be butchering some chicken, probably about two weeks. And if you guys are interested, we you can send me an email now, but um, 
we, I, we should I'm start thinking, advertising. Yes, I'm thinking about sign up for the chicken ten butchering. or fifteen people because other more than that, it's just not. It's not going to be conducive. Technically, to, we can do like twenty. We've done ten or fifteen already, and we could have done more. You think we could do twenty? I think we could do twenty people. Hmm. I know we could because we've done fifteen, and we could have had more. Oh, okay. Well, those were my my personal friends. And These they're they're the little children were part of Love that children that and so kids don't really count. Kids. I'm like ten or fifteen adults, and the kids don't. Kids count. are the chicken catchers. If you have kids, the kids can just come. Kids, the kids there are no number. Okay, so no number on the kids. Twenty adults. That's not how this negotiation <laughs> works. 10 or 15 adults with limited kids could be like 30 people. I love that Barry tuned in. He says, Michelle and Leah, last night's revival video on Facebook was great. That's awesome. Actually, what we could do. What are you talking about with Salem, Oregon? What's the time? somebody looking for the time? I don't know. But what we could do is take all them chickens over to the, <laughs> to the neighbor's house. And then you'd have more room. We'd have plenty of room for all the people, and it's anybody can just come. Their address is already out there. They know, they're going to know where we live. There's a sign that says God's a lake outside, out front. Well, sure. So the, at this uh, point, we're just protected by the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's you know what not saying? what I'm worried about. You're just worried about stalkers. Like, I want to be your best friend. Come hang out at your house. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay, so where we are, if you guys would like to come and be a part of our chicken butchering class, go send me an email. MassFaith, M-A-S-F-A-I-T-H-33 at gmail.com all of the, it's in it's in all of the no the, but i like this idea of doing the butchering class and then going over to their house for a little revival that'd be fun yeah maybe a little bring a little dish shine jesus shine okay with, with that many people it shouldn't take very long unless you really guys fast. don't learn fast but you will you will learn fast we'll put you to work exactly so i'll make a little flyer come and butcher chickens with resistance chicks yeah all right, we love you guys. God loves you. God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's actually the truth, I hate that I missed the second half of the show. But were you with me at all? Because like, did you see what was happening? You didn't know what was uh, happening. You know what I did? I watched a bunch of it, and then I talked to Jesse and Catherine. What about the part where there was everybody was like, "Screen share, Leah. Screen share. You're missing the screen like you know, five hundred times." You no, know, I miss all that. Sherry had to text me. <sighs> Thank you, Sherry, for being on it. I could have called you. I was. I, you Good thing I didn't put my phone fine. on on silent. You usually handle it just fine. Twice. What happened? Well, they wanted to see the trans Portugal man, and they're like, "We didn't get to see the trans Miss America." What Go I, back. You know, my favorite part when I was li- when I was listening right when I left, we want to see him was Prashojin and the playing games with grenades. I laughed so hard. That, at that was way back in the beginning. I know that's all I had. But towards the end, that was when I was missing the screen share up. Oops, that's right. I can't remember. Are, are they coming back at six o'clock? You coming back at six o'clock? Did you tell them about it already? I did. All right, six o'clock. Be here or be square. I didn't tell him what time. <laughs> 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're not going to want to miss it. We love you guys. God loves you. God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's actually the truth. And we will see you on tomorrow night for, uh, oh, you know, we will not be restreaming um, Kingdom Roundtable because we'll be doing Isaiah 61. Okay. So if you want to watch Kingdom Roundtable, go to King the Kingdom Roundtable's um, Rumble page. Which is just Kingdom Roundtable? It's just the Kingdom Roundtable. It's just Kingdom Roundtable. Okay. Yeah. So we won't be restreaming that, but we will upload it afterwards. On Resistance Chicks. Yeah. Or maybe we'll restream it after like. And we have a P.O. Box. I forgot. I always forget to tell you this. 107 Milford, Ohio, 45150. We got an amazing uh, letter from a couple that we had met. And I I just ate dinner with them. Absolutely adorable. Gym owner in California who did not shut her gym down during COVID in California. And they shut her down. But you know what? She's got two gyms now. And she's doing great. That's awesome. Praise God. 
Yeah, send us your letters. We will read them on air. And don't forget, if you want to donate to the Founders Bibles giveaway, that's what we're, we're trying to give a bunch of them away. You can always buy them from us in person or um, or at any event that we go to. Um, and speaking of events, next weekend, if you guys want to come, go to, I finally put it up on the Facebook, on our resistancechicks.com, go to the show and event calendar tab on resistancechicks.com and all of the events that we have up and coming are there. The Isaiah 61 you conference. You do have an events thing now? Everything is there. Isaiah 61 conference is there. Our um, Empower You event is there. When did this happen? I did it. I worked on it the other day. I got it all done. And the uh, Southwest Ohio Freedom Festival. Next weekend. All of the information is there. So if you live within driving distance of Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, they got a big a festival. It's a two-day event. Yeah. Dr. Alan Keyes is going to speak there. Coach Dave. Uh, Dr. John Diamond, show an event calendar. Click on that right there. And Wait, as a matter of fact, I'm not screen sharing yet. Okay, you can screen share. Go back, screen share there. Um, no, that's not the screen share. Just this click one? over here. There you go. Screen share. Um, as a matter of fact, you, I think you can add my calendar to your Google calendar. So click on the show an event calendar Whoa. right there. So there's my Google calendar right there. Okay, okay, so there's all of our events. There's every show that we Yay, do during the week. you guys. Right, look I've at that. The, so, and then there's the events there. So this is the We the People deal. Yes. Okay. And then if we scroll down, I've got flyers and information. I've got to take down the revival because that just happened last night. So this but is this week. Isaiah 61 conference. The entire schedule for it is and there. And this is the Freedom Festival. The Southwest Ohio Freedom Festival is there. Click, clickable links. And then when we go to speak at Empower You in um, Cincinnati. Yeah. On, I think it's the 24th. It's there down at the bottom. Um, keep scrolling down. They put that together. That's all their stuff. Um, Empower you. Yeah, 225 Northland Boulevard, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45246. And that's going to be Tuesday, October 24th, from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Yeah, exactly. We're going to talk about prepping and growing your own food. That's going to be awesome. And last but not least, mom's videos. Patriot Gallery. It, a lot of you guys need deliverance and help. My mom has got the I'm telling you what, watch my mom's videos and read her blogs. Sovereignty, a gift from God, helping, helping men, men use, use real money. money. So good. She's got, what is this? She's got, I haven't, mom, I haven't watched this one. It is all a game like Dungeons and Dragons, men playing make-believe. And so she'll upload this. She live streams them. And then she'll yeah. upload them in like part one and part two if they're really long. Um, so always go and check out the Feast of Tabernacles one. So good. A high moral stand of the strength, strength of the people, Feast of Tabernacles. Mom's videos are fire. They're so it. good. Please watch them. I love watching them. I don't have time to watch much shows, but I watch my mom's shows because they minister to my soul. Yeah, really good. They minister to my soul. Okay, speaking of ministering to your soul, you're going to come back at 6 o'clock, and we are going to introduce you to our dear friends, Brian and Alicia of Glad Tidings, and we're going to talk about this Isaiah 61 conference and why you should feel very privileged that they're allowing us to restream it and making it available for a week. Yeah. And get really excited. So plan your whole week around this. Seriously. For real, for real. You can watch it when you get home from work, too. You totally can. All right, you guys, we'll see you next time. Wednesday night, Revelation Red Pill. It's going to be absolutely fire. Fantastic. We will not be streaming Isaiah 61 during Revelation Red Pill. That will be the only caveat. Okay. Okay? All right, we'll see you next time. God bless. I was called.